Episode 15. That's crazy. You know, we did 13 and 14 one day a piece. Yeah, back and, to back. And we haven't recorded anything in almost a week. And this feels very foreign. It does. It feels very strange. Because we have been we were doing it every day. Yeah. And now we haven't. It sucks. Feel like um <clears throat> out of line or something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're starting over. Yeah. <laughs> I am um, on top of, of having mm-hmm. the downtime. We went and saw the cows and did the vacation thing. Oh, mm-hmm. for those of you who are not a part of Discord and Patreon. I got to see <laughs> cows. He took me to see Scottish Highland cows. Got hugged by one. I did two times. Twice he hugged me. Yep. I don't know if it classifies as a hug, but I'm taking it as a hug. You were standing around and he ripped, wrapped his head around you yeah, and, and, like and pulled you towards him. Yeah. yeah, you got a hug. Ugh. Um, I can die happy. We put a little bit of that content on uh, our Instagram. I'll probably put some of it into this video too, just for shits and giggles. But um, we've been back since Sunday. Got back early Sunday. Or early in that we weren't driving until 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, and I've had food poisoning <laughs> since. And I'm still not at 100%. So if some reason we get weird cuts, just know it's because I've had to run to the bathroom. All the information. Yeah, I I'm hate just, that for you. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, I've never had food poisoning to this extent. Really? Ever. Um, and I don't enjoy being sick at all. I was hoping it would be like a 24-hour bug and it would just be really bad and then over with, but being prolonged for four days is, is just sucks. Yeah, I was thinking it would be a 24-hour thing too. You got there. This is my shake because my lunch was a failure. Them keto noodles didn't do it, huh? It, they did not do it. I put them in my mouth and I went to go take a bite and it was like biting into rubber. <laughs> have you ever seen... Have you ever watched SpongeBob? Of course. There was this one episode where Squidward is trying something like a Krabby Patty for the first time or whatever. And he's like, and takes a bite. That's how I bit those noodles. Yeah. And as I bit into the noodles, it was like biting a rubber duck. Hmm. Texture didn't do it for me. I didn't want to interrupt you. But? But we got a Patreon already. (laughs) You going to do the Patreon thing? <clears throat> because that was quick. We're that was quick. We're three minutes in. So three minutes in, and let's let's mention the Patreon. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, you should. All of the links are in the description. Mm-hmm. I get everything on the platforms confused. I was told on Discord today that we need to tell people they have to go. You have to go to the Patreon yeah, because that's what it took. It took us being demanding. Okay. I, I don't remember <laughs> us being demanding, but you have to go to the Patreon. <laughs> There's a Discord access for $15 a month. Yeah. It is popping off. We have almost 300 people in that Discord. Yeah. Absolutely insane. That's what I did all morning while you were out running errands and getting the Imodium. <laughs> I could tell when you tagged me in there and I was like, oh, he misses me. He told everybody. <laughs> um, Discord's a lot of fun. It and is. we got to set up now to where there's a $20 tier on there that gives a second, second Patreon link for people. To include their spouses, <coughs> their partners. Right. So that they can both be involved in that. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, really dope community. Yeah. Um, we are... Uh, contemplating, and, and I don't know if I should put this out there yet because it may not happen, but I'm going to anyways. We're contemplating doing men and women groups in Patreon and then making it exclusive so that we can do challenges because like you did the make your bed challenge thing. Um, I really want to do a men's group mm-hmm. and, and I, I'm, I'm really like 
trying to plan that out because originally I wanted to do it as a tier on Patreon. So you had to pay for it. Right. I don't know if I want to do that or not. It would make, it would make sense in terms of revenue for the work that I'm going to be putting into it because it will be, um, I would want to do a monthly zoom call with all of the men and get everybody on one zoom call and have like an open conversation, Mm -hmm. lay out challenges. I don't know, like this month we're going to do for 30 days. I need you guys all to exercise and do, then do a second session of cardio in the evening just to, to get outdoors, take your partner with you, whatever, that kind of shit. Talk business, <clears throat> talk firearms, whatever, whatever it is that people want to discuss and, mm-hmm. and have like open discussion about manly shit that I think is prevalent to us. Um, My voice doesn't sound right to me. It definitely sounds a little, you can tell you're sick okay. or you've been sick. <clears throat> yeah. I want to do one for women too. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it to where anybody can join and all of a sudden I have a hundred women looking at me to tell them to do things. I would want to do it. That's why I thought the the charge thing. Yeah. For the charge thing, it'd be more inclined to be serious about it because I don't want people joining and they're not participating. Right. And they're dragging everybody else down. I also want it to be like a six month thing. It's not going to be like a continuous year after year after year. I want to be a six month workshop where we can do one thing a month. That's like, that's the designated thing you're going to work on. And then like weekly challenges inside of that. Working on planning. Do a limited slot. Yeah. Organizing, meal prep. <clears throat> something to think about. Yeah. It's definitely something to think about. So we, mm. um, we're going live tonight on YouTube for the first time ever. By the time you guys see this on Monday, it'll have already happened. But I'm overly concerned and cautious and, and nauseous about all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you get, it could, it could be very easy for people that don't normally follow us to get into the chat and start saying stupid shit. And like, though we have moderators in the chat, like I just worry about people you know the unknown what are they gonna do say something to hurt my feelings no it's not even that we won't even be able to see it i have it set up right now so that aj is going to be sending me screenshots of oh okay the questions so that Mm -hmm. we can have our interaction the way that we normally do but there'll be a live chat going on and we're going to set it up so that anybody that does a super chat for twenty dollars or more will get their questions read on air anybody that does a fifty dollar or higher will get immediate question read on air <clears throat> so that we can have like actual interactions. I'm really sorry about my cough. I don't, it's back. It happens every single time I get under the weather. So mm-hmm. um, we are also going to be starting our introduction to the five love languages tonight. Oh, I'm so excited about that. Me too. While we were on vacation, the drive up, we spent eight, uh, I'm sorry, 12 hours in a car and eight of the 12 hours was spent talking about that book and ch- my boobs being weird. Don't, don't stop talking. I, how can I not? I look over and you're grabbing yourself. My my bra is not sticking properly. When I moved, I could feel it sticking to my rib fat, whatever you want to call this. <laughs> so I had to adjust. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about because I just got a little bit of inappropriate boob groping going on over there. So, <laughs> um, so we were talking about being in the car, listening to the love languages, 12 hours in there. Yep. Um, and we, we, we kind of laid some things out and we also really realized, and this is going to be a big topic tonight, mm-hmm. is that people's love languages, the way that they receive love and the way that they give love are very different. And those books do not discuss that. And we talked about that heavily because we both receive love language, love very differently than we give. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if that's a topic that's discussed in another book or if, if it's just something we didn't get to, but I, I went through the whole book and I don't remember hearing anything about that. Yeah. Um, Mm. also this is really crazy and I'm going to just kind of say it, but we are together pretty much exclusively all the time. Yeah. Sundays are the only days that I don't see you all day. I, Mm. I, I miss you for like six or seven hours of the day. 
<clears throat> we spent literally every waking minute together for the last eight days. Mm-hmm. And you left today to go get Imodium and soda and uh, drop the kids off to their dads and do all of that. And I legit went through like pizza's withdrawals. I'm sitting over here like, oh, this would be really fun. Oh, she's not here. Oh, this would be really good. Oh, oh, she's not here. Like this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that that sucked for you, but that makes me feel really good. So stupid. I love that you love me like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you there are a lot of you husbands. You don't feel like it's like weird, clingy, attachment, no. codependent, whatever buzzword people would like to use I there. would rather have that than my husband making <clears throat> excuses to not be home with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. I found a simp. Um, <laughs> Uh, emoji yeah and put it on discord so that when you post stupid shit i can simp it <laughs> i love i did that. that while you were gone <laughs> that makes me happy that's so cute we have potatoes now too have you noticed that we zeke, do. zeke went hard on the potato thing i found a couple i found a superman oh. loaf of bread and i was like oh we got to find some potatoes and i found one or two and when i logged in this morning there was like 12 of them i'm like okay i see you zeke i love our community yeah yeah it's a lot of fun so I was um, going to say something and it totally derailed. Was it about potatoes? No, it wasn't about potatoes. <laughs> oh, you said you missed me because I was gone for a couple yeah. of hours today. We've been in the same house the entire time you've been sick. And yesterday was like the first day you were really up and walking around and out of bed. And I, w- I was like, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're sick, but I miss you. Like, I'm sorry. Well, and because of the way I felt, I didn't want to be near you. Yeah. Like, not, I wanted to be near you, but I didn't want to breathe on you. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if it was what the kids had because the kids got sick, sick too, right before we left. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm like 90% sure I have food poisoning because I, I can't hold anything down. I haven't eaten in four days. Yeah. I had cookies yesterday <laughs> and some ice cream today and I'm losing weight. So mm-hmm. fucking go. Yes. Love being <laughs> sick. Um, <clears throat> but I, I sleep when I get sick. Yeah. So as soon as my fever comes up, that's my, I will crawl up and, you know, and I, I like to think I'm kind of a tough guy. Like I could take a beating. You know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I get sick. I'm not. I'm not a tough guy. You can call me Tinkerbell. I'm done for. Like, <laughs> it does not take much to put me on my ass when I don't feel good. And it, it's like I can normally work when I don't feel well. Like I've gone to work. I've been tattooed while I had the flu. Right. Food poisoning wrecked me. Yeah. It, I I I'm almost positive that I herniated a disc in my back throwing up. My back has been in so much fucking pain since Monday night. It's so stupid. It's crazy how the human body can just fail us like yeah. that. This is so well, stupid. I have de- de- uh, degenerative disc disease. I have right. foraminal stenosis in my spine, so my discs are degenerating. So it's not unrealistic for that to be a thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it was a mixture of dehydration and, and just the like... violent Oh, heaving. it was so bad. Yeah. I don't wish that on anyone. And I will never eat Bucky's ever again. <laughs> because I'm almost positive it was Bucky's. Yeah, the breakfast burritos. <clears throat> so... Tis what it tis. I miss this. Me too. <laughs> I like talking with you. This is quality time. It, for it me. really is. It yeah. really is. And that's our number one love language. Both of for us. For both of us. Yep. Yeah. That's why we mesh so well. That and access service is really high up there for me to do. And that's one of yours to receive. Yeah, it is. Which is, is weird because um, I don't, it's not mine to give. I, I wouldn't know how to handle Right. You doing something for me? What the fuck is this? Yeah. We need to save this conversation for tonight. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Yes. Do we have, do we want to just jump into emails? We're, we're 12 minutes in. I, I don't, I, I really do want to like catch up with everyone and, and talk, but like we, we really have like kept everyone up to date on everything that's in discord. Yeah. And like, I'm going to be kind of greedy and just be like, 
That's you, what they get. They get the Discord. They get the updated life. You guys can the, wait. <laughs> like in real time updates in our life. Yeah. Your potato socks. My potato socks. <laughs> I love those socks. Okay. So I have three emails picked out. Okay. These are cherry picked, right? These are cherry picked. Okay. I don't know what they are. So you, you have been, okay. I'm going to interrupt you. We, we've been super stressed out about the email thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are getting 150 to 250 emails a day. So much so that I had to put my phone on do not disturb Monday and Tuesday because I was in there laying down and my phone would not fucking stop. Yeah. And my, <coughs> excuse me, my watch is a Garmin Phoenix that connects to my phone. I don't, it's a smart watch, mm-hmm. um, but it's not Apple. So if I put my phone on do not disturb, I'll still get um, a notification, a notification right, which I just did. Um, so I'm laying in bed and my phone is on silent, but it's still vibrating on the desk and my watch going. And I would I have like, thrown what? that damn watch. Oh, it's so bad. So I put it on do not disturb. And when I, when I woke up, we had 75 emails in two hours. Yeah. Oh, it's nonstop. Yeah. The other day, I think I counted almost 300. In a day. In a day, yeah. That's insane. What's really just insane to think about is three months ago when we started that email, we would get one or two a week. Right. And we had to ask for content. Yeah. And once we made those posts, it just went nuts. Oh, yeah. It didn't stop. <clears throat> we, um, we, we've also realized a few things with all of that. One, first and foremost, the reason that I brought it up is that we have um, Jennifer in the background pre-screening emails, moving things where they need to go because some of them are just thank yous, which are getting put into thank yous. We have a Patreon mm-hmm. folder. We have a to-read folder. We have a absolutely do not fucking read folder like we have all of these things and now you are cherry picking the emails but we may need to to pull somebody else in to do the email thing um to sort them right or even just to read through and be like okay this will be a really good one we got our first couple email last night i love that she wrote in and then he wrote in and jennifer put them on a word document i would like to do that today at the end um because it's it's kind of a positive I, I read it already. I skimmed through it. Okay. So they were on like, we we're both it's, emailing them. Right. Okay. Yeah. They knew that they did it. Okay. So it wasn't like she emailed and he was like, I need to email them. That would be even better. That would be insane. I would love that, oh <clears throat> but that's not what it is. Yeah. Um. So I, I do think that I want to start screening people in discord to find out if we can get another email reader mm-hmm. um, just to help cherry pick. And then you can find comb the cherry pick. I think that, that would be the best move for the email thing. <clears throat> okay. Um. <clears throat> So would you want to have Jennifer, by the way, is absolutely she's on it. Oh, she's insane with this. Like she is on her shit. I'm like, girl, good for you. Do you want to have her continue doing her system Mm -hmm. and then bring somebody else in to go behind her and be like, okay, that is that's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't want to bring somebody in and then they mess up her system. I'm trying not to drop the F-bombs so much. Yeah. No, I I don't, I don't want her system getting messed up either because I've, I've gotten accustomed to it as well. And the last thing I need Mm -hmm. is to try to learn something new. Mm -hmm. Um, I downloaded DaVinci Resolve, which is a photo editing, a video editing software and was in it for less than five minutes and just closed it out. I I don't do well with change when it comes to knowing things because Mm -hmm. I autopilot. So now that I know the email system and I figured out how to use it on my spark email thing, I can just, I don't want to learn something new. I'm good on that. Um, <clears throat> what else was there? There was something else. Um, oh, we decided that we we're going to start doing thank you emails at the end of all of these. Yes. We, we, we're we at almost 450 patrons right now. Yeah. Almost 450. 450 people. Yep. That's absolutely insane to me. It is. It's insane to me too. We're, we're at like 28,300 subscribers on YouTube. <clears throat> How many? 28,300. Oh, I thought you said 3,200. And I was like, what? 
I mean, 32,000. Yeah, no. I was like, what? Uh, that would be super nice. But uh, AJ's convinced that we're going to hit 50,000 by April 15th. So if you guys will, I, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible either. He is convinced. So you guys can prove us both wrong and share this with everyone that you know and get them to follow our channel. And then AJ will be right. And then I can be like, you're right. I would be absolutely flabbergasted. I would love to be like, AJ, you were right. Yeah. Because that would put us at 50,000 subscribers. It's a huge number. And, and like <clears throat> in four months, because we're not even at the four month mark yet. Um, not this Monday, the not this Monday coming, but the following Monday. And I think it's uh, April 3rd, I think is that Monday is going to be our four month mark on on all of this that's crazy it, it is it's it's insane aj's like people don't blow up this fast it's because of the following that we have on tiktok mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i've also gotten really good at clipping shit on on tiktok for argument's sake and you want to talk about jerry springer shit read my comments oh my god the comments are crazy I, I don't i don't interact with the comments anymore i'll heart react and like every once in a while i'll comment to somebody that's left a, a positive comment or yeah. is just being cool but i i've watched four or five people like legit argue and it went on last night for like four and a half hours i had to turn my notifications off i had to mute my notifications on tiktok just the bubbles and now they're off completely i don't get any notifications on tiktok until i log in i'm done oh that's what i've had done it's just too much it's kind of cool to like pick your phone up and be like oh four thousand new followers and it's (laughs) like oh yeah video is doing great and then you're like same three comments commenters are just arguing and fighting i have a video that I posted like I think like two months ago, and there's the same five people still going still. back and forth in the yeah. comments. Same, there's hundreds of comments in that thread. Yeah, those people drive our algorithm algorithms hard though. Like, um, and Ooh. it's very entertaining. Who has that time? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't have time to even read them all. But I get in and like I will see them arguing, and every once in a while I'll heart react one of the argument points. Oh yeah, just to drive like oh they saw it. I am an instigating motherfucker. I woke up to that comment this morning because there was an argument going on and the dude made a solid point and like, bro, you're wrong. Yeah. And I heart reacted it. And he was like, what now, bro? She liked my (laughs) comment. (laughs) It's it's funny. (sighs) We've gotten a couple of really dope comments on on YouTube, too. You know, and and I, I try not to read the YouTube comments on anything other than the long format videos because the comments on the short clips are always stupid. Mm-hmm. It's always people who are just scrolling YouTube the way they would scroll TikTok and trolling. Right. But the <clears> comments <throat> that we have on our long format videos going all the way back, to, our first podcast has over 30,000 views on it. People are going back in the beginning. It's our most watched podcast and it descends wow. in order because people will start there and start binge watching or they'll start at episode 10, watch 10, 11, and 12 Go, wait a minute, I need to start at the beginning and go back to the beginning and do all of that. I also sent AJ um, clips today of, or not clips, but the videos for the um, gentleman and the um, her good woman playlist mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't remember what we named that one, but I sent him both of those so that he can clip those moving forward as well because we're running out of content. Okay. And I don't want to just keep posting like clickbait shit. Like I would rather do a six minute video where people are engaging and like actually getting value you know that you had that video that has the sounds <clears throat> where people are using the sound. Yeah, that was crazy. I found my video that's got the 4.3 million views where I'm shitting on traditional, you know, that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, people have taken that and has started using that as a sound. And there, there's two different parts of it. Part of it is the full length sound. And mm-hmm. the other one is like, you were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And I'm like, no, no, I'm fucking not. And like, I started ranting and like that first, I don't know, five seconds of a clip has now become a sound as well. 
that's the first time I've noticed that happening. And I only caught it because somebody was like, thanks for making this a sound on your video. So I went to it and I was like, holy shit, there's like 15 people using the sound. That's crazy. So I went to my my main video and I was like, all right, this one's got 4 million views on it. Let's see if anybody has done anything other than duet. And sure enough, there's fucking people using our, our audio clips as sounds. This is so foreign to me and so wild to yeah. think that you and I having a conversation in our, our dining room that is now a <laughs> podcast room, a family room. What is this? I, I would classify this as a dining room. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we have two of them. Well, that's more of a nook. What about the one up in the front that's got the dining room light where my whiskey is? I would say that's more of a sitting area. <laughs> we have a big house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it's crazy to me that we're back here having conversations and just having a good time and people are making clips of it and using it as sounds on TikTok. Yeah. <clears throat> also, the um, that video of you crying with the whole taking your boots off thing, the amount of blue collar workers that are using that audio and like, you can always tell. You can tell oh, a roughneck yeah. when you see one. Like dude's outside in the fucking snow wearing... Thick snow gear and a beanie on covered in grease. Like, you know, his ass is out there working. He's stopping, listening to his AirPods. Like, I'm like, fucking get it, babe. That's, that shit hypes me up so much for you. It yeah, really does. I that's fucking a lot, love that. That's a lot of my duets. <clears throat> yep. It's a lot of blue collar men and then a lot of stay at home moms, stay yep. at home wives. That's so awesome. Or women who want that kind of thing. Yeah. I would say out of every 10 duets that I receive, I would say eight or nine of them are roughneck men. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It really is. I like that they're feeling seen. Me too. Me too. Um, I remember the other thing that I wanted to talk about. We are um, changing one of the side things. Yes. Either the side show or the side piece. Mm -hmm. I want to keep the side piece because it makes me giggle. (laughs) Because we do relationship communication and having a side piece video is kind of like a a slap in the face. Right. And I enjoy that. So I do want to keep that. I think I want to change the name of the side show and then change the format of the side show. Because we want to start doing more reaction videos. We mm-hmm. want more interaction with us. It's not just reading emails. I got to be honest. The emails, it's super great to help people. And I love that. I truly love that. It's repetitive. It's very repetitive for us because we're answering the same questions. And with us doing the side piece now, we can funnel people to those videos. But I want to do content where we're going to be able to in- engage with each other and like maybe talk about a little bit more religion if we want to. or Because we're getting... Your, I don't know what it is. Your Bible is, is selling like crazy on Amazon because you get so many people going, oh my God, I love that Bible. Which one is it? I yeah. want it. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, the fact that that is even a thing because people will see it in the third camera. Oh my God, what is that pink and, and gray book? <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm quick to send the link. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, anyways, so there's, the, I, I want to get rid of the sideshow. I would like to keep the extra, the still do the format for the longer version podcast as a secondary thing. But I don't want to call it the sideshow. So we have to come up with a new name. So you guys who are watching this, um, if you are watching the premiere, instead of putting it in the premiere chat, put it in the actual comments section. Tell us what you think we should call the side piece. Sideshow. The sideshow. The sideshow. We're keeping a side piece. Right. So we'll have the podcast and the side piece, which will always be general topics that we just discussed that are communication and relationship based. We're going to keep that because it fits the theme of the side piece. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the side show is going to be reaction videos. It's going to be um, just general conversation. It could be life updates. It could be vlogs. I, I don't really know yet. Um, somebody said in Discord that we should call it Toes, Woes, and Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we went hard on that this morning for probably an hour and a half. That was 
You guys are funny. That Discord was something wild this oh, morning. Yeah. People were leaving and coming back and going, what the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> I love it <laughs> when I pop in there and like people are just having general conversation and I say some stupid shit and it's just nonstop. Yeah. And then people come in there like, what the hell happens? Yeah, yeah it's exactly it's what so happened. It's so fun. We, um, we had a... Uh, one of the girls that's in there is from um, she's up by North Pass Orlando, but she's a cracker also. She's a Florida native mm-hmm. and she made a comment about a beach ball. And I was like, look, you're a flirt and you fucking know better. That's a child's toy for a swimming pool. We don't do that at the beach because as soon as you let go of it, it's gone. Yeah. And we started talking about big floaty rafts and how you mm-hmm. can always see the tourists get blown three miles down the beach on those things and then have to walk all the way back to their stuff and not knowing where it is because of the rip currents. And like that conversation went on for like 45 minutes and then it side railed into Lady size beach nuts, lady size, uh, what is it? Uh, beach ball size lady nuts from the the Negan thing, the clip that I made for your. Oh. I quoted Negan, and yeah. then that that spiraled for about 15, 20 minutes, and it just we got into swamps. And, and then I popped in there and called you sir. Yeah, and then that that people were like, you need to take that to the 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 the, the, the lifestyle, chat. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the lifestyle forum. I was like, no way. Uh I am. Um, I, I have a lot of fun in Discord. I, I enjoy being in there and, and I regret not being able to be in there as much as I, I want to be over the last eight days. But this week just kicked my ass. I, oh, yeah. I had nothing. You've been out of commission. <clears throat> um, I don't have I have two negatives. Normally we have some sort of shit talking that we want to do. Mm-hmm. I have two negatives that I want to touch on. Two negatives. Two, two negatives. What we, are they? we had um, somebody on my TikTok said this is the most boring bullshit podcast that they've ever seen. <laughs> Which made me laugh because they took the time to watch the clips, go look at the co- the podcast, and then go back to my TikTok to talk shit. That's hilarious. Which I see as a huge win, even though they were trying to be negative. Right. I think the shit's fucking funny. And I was going to block the person. I'm like, nope, I'm just going to let this go because oh, this, yeah. this was good. Go you. So I'm acknowledging that guy. I don't know if you were trying to get my attention, but you, you did. It worked. <laughs> and, and I got a good laugh about it because there was a half a second. I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and then I was like, he actually went and looked and came back and talked shit. Good for you, bro. Like... Thank like, you. Yeah. Thank you. You dri- drove the algorithm here. You left, went to YouTube, drove the algorithm there, and then came back and talked shit. So, like, you got me on a trifecta of right. thank you. So, thank you three times. And then the email that we got last night. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> we get so many thank you emails. So many you saved our marriage emails. So many yeah. everything that you guys are doing is amazing emails. We said earlier, upwards of 300 a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. We got one last night. It was a nasty one. It was the first nasty email we got. And I was like, oh, no, like these people are about to rip us apart. What the fuck did we do? And it was because of the of three specific words that we don't say properly. And the entire email was them ripping us apart because we can't say those three words. People have speech impediments, dude. Like I have a list, my guy. Like <laughs> I publicly roast myself on the Internet because I read fillet as fillet on a menu. <laughs> Nothing you say will hurt my feelings when it comes to my speech. I read that entire email and then on the very last sentence was like, I love your podcast, but get your shit together. I'm like, you took all of that time to rip us apart and then be like, I love your podcast, but get it together. Like, you want to know what's funny? You got my attention. You want to know what's really funny to me? He says to get our things together, but we clearly have our things together. And he likes our pot or she, they, they like our podcast, but they don't like the way that we use specific words. Wasn't especially. Especially was one of them. They said there's no X in it, which I don't think that either one of us has ever said especially. Right. Apparently when I say nuclear family, <coughs> I'm I'm pronouncing that wrong. What was the other one for? Um, me? I don't remember. I blocked the sender. Yeah. It especially. wasn't. Especially. Yeah. Um, 
so I can't even pull up the email because yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I could if I really looked for it, but I'm not, I don't care enough to do that. Um, I got a good laugh out of that email. I, I did too. That was funny. I really did. When you came out of the bathroom, I was like, did you see a fucking email? Um, because they, they, they shit on us. And then it was like, by the way, I love your podcast, but get your life together. We also got a, 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 a an, um, blah, 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 blah. sound like Joe Biden over here. <laughs> <laughs> potato, old potato Joe. Shut up. <laughs> Discord. They know what's up. <laughs> I'm going to, um, we got an email from another podcast. We've, we've gotten several mm-hmm. emails from other podcasters who are low, uh, new startups, 70 to hundred subscribers. We got one from last night from a testosterone podcast that is about men's uh, hormones. Mm-hmm. And I went back and forth with this dude for like an hour and I, I wanted to talk to you about it, but I would like to do the podcast. I, I don't know if we need to like, because he's coming to Tampa at the end of April so I don't know if I want to set the other room up and have it for a guest so that because we have three cameras, we could actually do live um, or just do a Zoom thing. But I would like to do it as a live thing if I can correlate with him. Would would you be willing to be a part of that? Because you know what I'm like when my hormones are off. I would like you to be a part of that. OK. I mean, I don't know what I can contribute. Well, life experience, because when my hormones are not right, you know it. If oh, yeah. You, you, you're like, hey, have you, you missed a shot? What's going on? Like, you know. If my estrogen's not right, you know these things. So, like, I think from a wife standpoint that has been with a man as long as we've been together, um, you can tell when my hormones aren't right, and it does affect your life. Mm-hmm. So, I think having a wife on that that podcast, it, it would break up the 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 bro shit that's going to happen, and you can put it from a woman's perspective. So, the women listeners or the men who are listening to his podcast, he can share it to their wife and be like, "Hey, this this might be something I need to look into." Okay. Um, I did talk to him a little bit about coupon codes and pricing because he he's now working for a hormone clinic, even though that his podcast is not correlated with it. And I might be able to get better pricing through them than I do through Titan. And that might be something that I want to do, even though Titan Medical gave us a discount code. They are significantly cheaper and they take insurance, mm-hmm. which is huge because I can't do anything through Titan with insurance. Right. So that's, that's the whole thing in the works. But I'm excited about that. <clears throat> um, I am... What is what is this? Um, Henry and Victoria Doss, is that their their? The, he is I dot am dot king dot Henry on TikTok. Did you almost knock over your drink? I did. It didn't though. Oh, I didn't man. even see it. I had my eyes closed because I was trying to picture his. I didn't his even tag. see it either. I felt it. I felt my phone hit it, and I heard the wobble. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they're getting ready to do their podcast. We they're the ones that I sent the microphones to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, he is a, he does the spiritual and they do, they do marriage coaching. That's actually what they do. The podcast is a secondary thing for them. I want to say they've got like 30 or 40,000 followers on TikTok, but I am a huge fan of his content. Yes. It's Henry and Victoria Doss. Okay. On TikTok. That's the TikTok handle. Okay. Yeah. It was I, I dot am dot King dot Henry. Mm-hmm. He changed it cause they're doing a joint account. I absolutely love these oh, two. Oh no. Okay. You're right. It is. I, <coughs> it is. I am. I dot am dot king dot Henry okay. each capitalized. Okay. But the, the account is called Henry and Victoria. Right. Doss. So they must have changed it at some point and it's still an overlag in the system. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely enjoy their account. I enjoy what they talk about. Some of it um, is very um, in your face, I guess is the only way that I can explain that. Oh yeah. I love their attitudes. I do too. I, I, I totally dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to get, when they have their podcast set up, I want to get them on here. Yeah. I don't care for it. A million people and they're just starting. I want to get them on the podcast. 
Uh, I, I, I have an affinity for the things that he said, and I'm going, I want to react to one of the videos that I, I pulled off of his page, but I want to get his permission first because, um, I'm friends with him. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I just want to let you know that I'm going to do this because it's your content. I guess it was more of a heads up than a, a permission thing. Cause I'm going to do it either way. Yeah. But I, I mean, want, it's out there on the internet. I, I want him to know that it's going to happen before yeah. we do that. So, um, I don't know. I don't have anything else. That's that's all I got for house cleaning. We're 32 minutes in. I am trying to keep my voice elevated so that when you talk, I'm still at the same volume because on episode 14, I was not very loud and you were and somebody was like you cackled and scared the shit out of some of them. They were like it scared me. I'm in here laughing now cuz it was so loud in my ear and and all that shit. So Do I need to lower my volume? N- no, I was mumbling on the on episode 14. Oh, I so was, they turned up the volume. Right. I was not enunciating my words properly. Guys, there will always be unannounced cackling for yes. me. Yes, there will. I can't control that, and I apologize. <clears throat> we um we had a really popping premiere on the fourteenth. We really did. There was we hit over two hundred people for the first time ever, and mm-hmm. we sustained between one sixty and one eighty five the entire time we were on there after the first hour, which blows my mind. Those are rookie numbers. Oh yeah, like that's nothing when you look at like Tim Pool or you look at Tim Ross the Basement. And you see their live chats and there's thousands of people in there. Right. But for me to be able to engage and see that many people watching our shit and they come in and like will interact with us. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I was talking to AJ the other day and like I don't want to be I don't want to ever get big enough that like I think my shit doesn't stink. I don't want to lose the humility that I have in all of this because the fact that all of this is happening is astonishing to me. Oh, yeah. And, and we're very engaged. We talk to people left and right all the time in Discord and, and you know, Patreon and we do the thing. We're not like removing ourselves from this. And I don't want to get to the point where we get so big that we're not in, interacting with people. You oh, know yeah, what no. I mean? It is. I don't care how big we get. We could have 10 million followers. I'm still going to be in the Discord. I'm still yeah. going to be in the comments. Yep. A- in AJ, the premieres. A- right. AJ was like, you're you're one of those people that uh, he's like, you're very authentic. He said, and I, I am too. And he goes, and I'm also one of those people that will not bullshit you. He goes, if you start getting an ego, I'll check you. And I, I took everything I had not to be like. I love you, bro. <laughs> I need that. You yeah. know, I, I said that in episode 13. I need the accountable men in my life to hold me accountable. And because I've been away from the shop so long, I don't have that circle anymore. I still have Steve. Mm-hmm. I'll always have Steve. I know that. But we're both so fucking busy. You know, he's getting, he got golf, sp- golf sponsorships. I know. I saw that. He's killing it in life right now. His tattoo career is taking off. His yeah. family life is amazing. He's doing the golf thing. And like, I'm, I'm cheering from the sidelines. I'm not trying to bother a man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'll reach out when I need to, but... I don't know. I, everybody in my life is doing well right now. And, and I, I just want to fucking cheerlead everyone. Like it's so such a weird position of growth for us because we went from pure chaos and panic to like we're thriving right now. Yeah. And everyone's life seems to be taking off. Mm-hmm. It, it feels really good. And, and and I know that I say that I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be the one that's held to you did this for us because I don't believe that. But when people are doing it and they're like, because of your podcast, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude. That's what does it for me. Yeah. When they say because of your podcast, podcast. What the fuck did I just say? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Toes, woes, and potatoes. Oh my gosh. Podcast. And y'all want me to get my shit together? Crazy. <laughs> Not with my speech. That will never happen. My my thoughts are going a million miles a minute. My math can't keep up. Yep. Your math? Math, yeah. See? My mouth can't keep up. Um, I just had a bunch of thoughts. So the first one I'm going to hit is the the premieres, the lives. The first one averaged 40 people. Yeah. So when we hit 200 and then maintained at like 160, that's crazy. 
And we've only started doing the premieres, what, three, three episodes ago? It's been three. Yeah, yeah. This would be the fourth one. And popping in there and seeing people get stoked that we're in the chat, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And another thing I wanted to add on for like good news before we continue on, I'm having a lot of people reach out to me who I haven't spoken to in years. Really? And they're like, I saw your podcast. You're changing my life. That's wild. That is absolutely insane. There was a, I'm not going to say his name, but we um, took him and his sisters in for foster, foster care and they were in a pretty rough situation. Can you move your glasses? <clears throat> he, um, thank you. He added me on Facebook almost a year ago and he reached out he was like, Hey, it's me. Just want to let you know, like I'm cheering you on from the sideline. You're super dope and all this shit. We had a little back and forth and catch up on life. And he messaged me last night or the night before. And he was like, I just want to let you know, I've seen your podcast. And he's like, I'm really excited to find my own happiness with you guys. That's so amazing to me. Like this kid, he could have gone down (coughs) a really dark path. Like he could have followed what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was in some rough shit and now he's turning his life around and he found the podcast and he thinks it's really going to help him. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I'm going to let you hit on your other points, but I want to come back to the inclusivity. Inclusivity. That. I said it fucked up so they can send me another email. Um, (laughs) I want to come back to that when we're done, but you said you had other points. So yeah, Barry snot on your fingers. Why did you call it that? Why would you do that? Why not? Because I put my finger in my mouth and I'm like, I'm be like all seductive and shit. And you're like, Barry snot. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Snail trails. She looks down in her woes, stirring her protein shake. <laughs> Thinking this man just said snail trails to me. <laughs> oh, God, I hate it. Isn't that what it's called when you're done doing the dirty and you get up and... Is that what it's called? There's some left on the bed. It's a snail trail. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Beat that Zeke. <laughs> It's a thing and it makes sense. Like, I don't know who, who came up with that, yeah, but know. they're accurate. This shit's funny. Oh my God. Humanity's insane. Did you name your gnome that that's vomit girl sent you? Frederick. Frederick. Well, there you go. They asked in Discord this morning. I'm like, I'm sure she did. I don't yeah, know. Frederick. So there you go. Um, What else did you want to touch on? I don't remember. You said snail trail in my mind. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we made that video about, um, not being inclusive enough mm. and, uh, I clipped it and I, I debated on putting that up for probably about two weeks oh. before I finally put it up. Did we receive an email about that? Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we did. That was, it was the video that I put up was the one that was about, yeah. um, saying that we were not inclusive enough to the LGBTQ community. And, um, I put the video up clipping it and the, the outpouring of support that we got from that community from that one small TikTok clip has overflowed from TikTok into emails onto Instagram. What? Yeah. People are like, fuck that person. I have never felt so safe in anything and everything that you guys talk about can be applied across the board. And like, it was the most common sense scenario that I've ever seen on our TikToks. That makes me feel really good. There was no arguments. There was no hatred from anyone. Everybody was just like, Full support. You guys are doing it. Full send. Fucking get it. And mm-hmm. I was like, where's the negativity? Like, I, I, I'm we're ready for the backlash. Like, right. I'm posturing. I'm ready for a fight so I can tell all you to go fuck yourself and, and nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. 
I love this. Oh yeah, I'm always postured for some type of hate when I post <clears throat> videos. Yeah, and it just it didn't happen. Made me feel really good. I love that. Yep. You know, if I could pay somebody to run social media, to run like my TikTok and run my shop accounts, Facebook and everything, and it was affordable and they were good at what they did, I would stop. I would delete all that shit from my phone, the emails, all of it. I want analytics so that I can see what my businesses are doing Mm -hmm. and daily checkups, but I don't want to interact. I don't want to have to worry about posting to nine different accounts every day. I, I just, it, it's not hard. Right. But it's just one more thing that I have to think about. And unless I'm in the bathroom with my phone, I'm not thinking about that. It's time consuming. Yep. I didn't think to start cherry picking emails until I was in the bathroom the other day. Yeah. And I had nothing else going on in my brain. I was like, okay, time to work. <laughs> we're we're uh, multitasking. Yeah. It's just it's been nonstop, especially with you being sick and the yep. kids are sick. And taking care of the household and going grocery shopping and getting things picked up and prescriptions and doctor's visits and Cooking and cleaning and laundry and babying you. Yep. Oh, that's my sister. Oh, okay. Real quick for those of you who are not in Discord, my mom, my adopted mom's in the hospital. So we got prayer channels going right now and and I just got an update from my sister. So Mm -hmm. I walked away and came back to her on Discord. (laughs) That was funny. Was that funny? Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) You want to know what I just sent in the chat? (laughs) I typed out, I'm daddy now. And then I sent the gif of, look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> so I picked the name Peaches because one, I don't want you guys knowing my legal government name. And two, I like peaches. They make me happy. Your peach makes me happy. It's fucking better. Ooh. We need to do the um, doorway thing. The, the, look at that. Okay, I can't. We're talking about it and you're getting flustered. We And I need to do it while I'm dressed. Not like in sweats and a t-shirt, but like in jeans and one of the Hugo Boss shirts. And I'm my getting boots. nauseous. I need you to stop. Whoa, whoa. I thought you said I was attractive. <laughs> you are. I'm just, I'm getting butterflies and I'm thinking about it. You're going to be in the doorway towering over me. I'm going to be looking up at you and butterflies. That's a lot. I'm overheating. <laughs> oh my God. Also, <clears throat> you said you like my peach. And that did the thing. <laughs> the thing? The thing. Okay. You know what I'm talking I about. I do. and then you talked about the doorway i'm getting goosebumps yeah yeah there's like electricity all over my body like going down a slide with the static all around me that's not a very pleasant feeling for me no Mm -mm. because i know that when i get up something's gonna get shocked (laughs) (laughs) i'm over here like don't heavy breathe into the microphone (laughs) (laughs) all right Let's um let's get into an email okay. if you don't mind. I don't remember what we were talking about before that phone call. So I don't recall either. And you say if you don't mind, like I'm the one who side railed us like that. At 12 minutes, you're like emails. I was like, okay, emails. Well, <laughs> so I actually haven't gone back far enough to figure out why I'm daddy now. But why am I daddy? Uh, because you guys they they mentioned creating a uh, boyfriend group. Like what you have? Oh, like what I have with my friend group? Yeah. And I was like, don't you dare exclude her from that. And they were like, we can't exclude her from that. She's like the the head person. She's she's our sir. Because you popped in and called me sir. And I was like, oh, look at that, Peaches. You're daddy now. That's where that came from. Oh, my gosh. You Some- have you have probably a thousand comments to go back to, to get to that. Somebody said, Peaches, will you be my full-time daddy? Yes, but there's a flat rate. <laughs> did you see the comment I left right after that? I was like, why did you have to make it weird? Um, and you made it weird. That was quick. (laughs) 
Yep. If you guys aren't in the Discord, like if you haven't checked out our Patreon, not only is the exclusive content worth it and the early release content, that Discord is so much fun. Yep. There are times where I'm up at like two or three o'clock in the morning and there's always somebody in there to talk to. Yeah. It's so fun. That's what I was doing last night when I was having a mental breakdown in the bathroom because my stomach was so messed up, I was scrolling Discord looking to see what people were talking about. <laughs> um, we have, uh, so our, our Patreon, just so you guys are aware, we have a five, 10, 15 and $20 tier. Mm-hmm. $5 tier gets you absolutely nothing. It's literally there just so that you can support our channel. It's just with a, a thank tip. you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, and there's a lot of people that give us a $25 or the $5 thing, which is super cool. We really appreciate it is that. Appreciated. But in order to get the extra content, it's $10 or $15, $15 gets you everything. Mm-hmm. $20 gets you everything. Plus an extra discord person in the discord. There may be other tiers that come in the future. We, we discussed mm-hmm. that earlier. Um, <clears throat> Before you keep going, if you join the Discord, Discord for any nefarious reasons, you will be booted immediately yeah. and banned. Yeah, we had somebody come in and pull some bullshit and they were kicked out instantly. Yeah, that is not tolerated. Will not be tolerated. <laughs> we will find out and you will be booted and banned. Yeah. Um, the, we, so we also do emails for patrons faster than everyone else. Yes. So there are people that will join get their email read and then leave, mm-hmm. which is super shitty. So if you're doing that, stop it because all you're doing is, is you're kind of fucking up the community for the people who are wanting to be a part of this. And if you just want to get our attention to get us to read your email, like it's cool that you're paying the $15 to get your email read, but you are, I, I feel like you're taking away cause you're just coming in to get something for yourself instead of provide something for everyone else. Mm-hmm. It's, so, I, I view it as selfish and I see it as taking advantage. Yeah. So let's, let's not do that. But, but if you are, sending emails where you have sent an email and you join Patreon, make sure that you send us a follow-up email if we have not responded to you yet mm-hmm. and tell us, hey, I'm in Patreon now so that we can move you to the Patreon email because we do read those on Tuesdays. Although this Tuesday, I slept like 19 hours, so we didn't do shit. Um, Actually, that's all I did. Yeah, you and, slept. I had a sick kid. Yeah. Other sick kid was at Nana's. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully the phone won't ring. No more weird noises. All right. Let's try to get into an email. Email. So this first one is called advice. Okay. I'm in an emotionally abusive marriage and am in the process of getting myself organized to leave. It's affecting not only myself, but the kids. My question is, is it possible for a single mother to raise her son to be a strong man with good values after they have gone through a situation like this? I want my boy to be a good man and to treat people fairly, but also not to accept less than what he is worth or treat someone the way he has seen or been treated by his father. Okay, so let's pause <clears throat> because yes, the answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. Your your son will find a male role model that he admires and looks up to, and that's who he's going to mimic, whether it's his dad or not. You will, Every young man has a man that he mimics until he becomes his own man. That's just the way that is. So you need to be very cautious about the men that your son inter- interacts with. Um, and, and be, you don't want to cherry pick the menu, bring around your kid. Oh yeah. Realistically. You're also going to want to cherry pick what he has access to screen time wise. Yeah. My son has taken on the role of being my protector at only six. He helps me bringing in the groceries and helps me around the house. He asked once why daddy doesn't help and I couldn't answer. So he stepped up. I want him to have a childhood as I lost my teen years supporting my mom and her sister after my parents' divorce. Okay. So what do you mean by you want him to have a childhood? What, what do you mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. do you want him to just not have any cares in the world and can just 
frolic and play video games and run and jump and slide and, and do the kid thing? Like, is that what you mean by have a childhood? Because your childhood is about life lessons. Mm -hmm. You go through your childhood so that when you become an adult, you've learned all the hard lessons and you are prepared for the world. There's nothing wrong with being a kid and playing video games and running and jumping and sliding and playing. Right. But don't fail to raise your children to be responsible, respectable people, mm -hmm. helping the groceries, being the protector, stepping up and doing the things that his old man won't. That is admirable. Don't downplay that. Mm -hmm. Reward that, reward that behavior, affirm that behavior. Right. The way that you raise your son to be a good man is by reinforcing that son. Right. That is the right thing to do. This is what a man does. You help women, you help ladies. When you have a wife, you're going to help your wife. Right. AJ, this is a perfect opportunity to put in one of these corners the gentleman video because I'm not going to remember to do it. <laughs> Watch the gentleman video on that whole thing. It's going to tell you everything that I believe makes a good man a, a good man, mm -hmm. or at least the foundation of it. Everything beyond that is yeah. life lessons. But So she does add in there that she has professional help in getting away from the, the violent situation good. and... She says, I just worry how I can raise my kids to be one of the good ones when they don't have a male role model for it. Find, so. find a male role model. Boy Scouts, church, mm -hmm. um, jujitsu. He's six years old. If he wants to be the protector, put him in jujitsu. And I don't mean some bullshit MMA school. Put him in actual jujitsu. The life lessons that you will learn from martial arts are unlike anything else that you're ever going to learn. It's discipline. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn self-control. You're going to learn to be dangerous and then learn how to fucking control that. We should put our son in something I, like that. I 100% agree, but I want him to be able to communicate better before I put him in that. There's a jujitsu school less than a mile from our house. Yeah, I've seen that. Yep. Patreon. So, Patreon. Oh, I hope that was one of you guys. <laughs> so that was the email. I just think that it's important to know that if you're going to be a single mom, you are going to dictate what kind of man your son's going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be what you expose him to, what you teach him, what you show him what you instill in him of what a man is. And what you show him, what you accept mm -hmm. from a man is going to be a big deal yeah. because he's going to see the way mommy is treated and he's going to grow up and do exactly that. You guys don't realize that your kids see everything. Everything. As somebody who came from an abusive home, <clears throat> I saw everything. Yeah. Our, our son is five years old, just turned five in February, mm. and he's obsessed with being a good man. He is. Obsessed with it. Like at five years old, and mm -hmm. it's not like we've had a lot of conversations with him about it. It's not like put some dirt in it, you little bitch. Like we don't do that kind of shit. It's all about this is a man's job. Come mm -hmm. on, we're going to take the garbage out. So when I go take the garbage out and he's here, we're taking the trash out. He'll carry the recycle out with me. Yeah. Um, mommy's going to go out the door. He's going to open the door for mommy. Mm -hmm. He's learning those gentleman traits very early. And, and when we talk to him, mm -hmm. if he's doing something that we see as disrespectful or irredeemable, we tell him, a good man doesn't do that. Yeah. And that's it's instilling positive traits and behavioral traits in him at five years old. And his brain doesn't even understand what's happening yet. Mm -hmm. But it, it's it's absolutely changing who he is. And he's he wants to know why. Everything is why. And we explain it to him so it's not like an authoritative because do what we say. So. Right. It's not a thing for us. We mm -hmm. do explain why. But he listens. He does. He is such a good kid when it comes to wanting to people please. And not in like a servitude way, but like in a... And a good person. I'm going to be a good person by doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me. Um, He's even correcting his sister now. Yeah. Like if she missteps or she does something that's disrespectful, he goes, sissy, no, that's yeah. not nice. Yep. So 
Um, <clears throat> it is important. The people that you have around is going to absolutely dictate the way that your, your kids are raised. And, and I got to be honest, is, is this might be controversial, but you need to have a manly man in your kid's life. So whether you find like a survival school and like you, you become friends with a survival instructor or do like monthly thing, I don't know. I don't know if they even do that anymore. There used to be camps that you could take your kids to for a weekend and instructors would take them out and teach them how to build fires and read compasses and, and like, that's dope. Yeah, it was an actual thing. It was like survival skills. And and it was even a thing for disciplinary kids. Like if you got in a lot of trouble in juvenile, mm-hmm. they had camps that you would go to for the entire month or like through your sentence and you would have to go live in the woods and shit in a hole. Like it was wow. It was a thing in Brooksville for a while in Florida. Um I, I can't think of the name of it. Anyways, that's a very popular it was a very popular thing when I was young. And if there's something like that, those kind of people are gonna teach your kids values that they're not going to learn in a city. They're not going to learn in school. Absolutely not going to learn that in school. Mm-hmm. Those kind of those kind of instructions are life saving things. You know, it, it's yeah. not just a. I saw this once on YouTube. Let's try it. They, yeah. They've actually lived it. I am super <clears throat> set on homeschooling the kids, and when they're older, in like those middle school years, I am hardcore looking forward to going out and camping for the weekend and having them build fires and set up the tents. Like you're doing all of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn. Yeah, I'm, I'm about that. I want to take them hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got people, we have people in discord who are like, whenever you're ready, you come on up. That'd be so much fun. And I'm about it. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I don't want to do it in the wintertime. If it's, if it's below like 40 degrees at nighttime, you guys are doing that shit on your own. I'll buy, I'll buy the carcass and you guys can process it and I'll take it home. Mm -hmm. I'm not, it's 40 degrees and under. I'm not doing that. We need at least 70. Yeah. Florida boy. I'll come up in the summertime. My It'll be in the fifties and I'll be out there in like long johns with thermal pants over top of it. Layers with layers of layers. <laughs> I wore two pairs of leggings in Tennessee last week. <laughs> it was so cold. That was wild. You ready for the next one? Yeah. Um, before we move on to that, the, you guys, we get a lot of emails like that. Mm-hmm. A, a lot from women who are like, I'm now a single mom and I don't want to raise a bad kid. When you guys breed with people, you know what you're getting into when you decide to lay down with these people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like, I'm not trying to dictate the way that you live your lives, but if you have a son, the son is going to mimic what he sees. If you bring a child into a situation that's shitty, you're going to end up with a, a child that's just repeating shitty situations. That's all they know. You have to be willing to be like this woman and break it. And, and, and there are a lot of things that she can do. There's a lot of books she can read. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the Patreon group, there is an actual book list of recommended reading that I've put together. That's some of your books and some of my books. Some of its relations, some of its life, some of its manliness, some of its BPD, some of its just fun reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's like 30 or 40 books on that, that list. And it's growing. Um, that would be beneficial for a woman who's trying to mm-hmm. raise a young man. There are things like Sovereignty by Ryan Mickler and um, The um, the Way of Man by Jack Donovan. Those are really good books that, that gets inside of the, the nature of what a man is. Yeah. And, and, you know, for the ladies who are having single kids, um, our only child, and he's fighting and wrestling with his other friends. Don't be hard on him when he gets in trouble. When he gets caught beating up somebody kid, as long as he's not bullying, that shit's normal. Mm-hmm. Kids are supposed to wrestle. They're supposed to talk shit and throw things and be aggressive towards each other. It's how you, you learn a pecking order. When you guys try to suppress that and make that not a thing in kids, you're raising weak men. I hate that shit. Yeah. I, I, I encourage it. It's why it's why little man, I almost said his name. It's why little man and I are starting to get aggressive with our play. Yeah. And he I'm has star- fun. I'm starting to pink belly him and shit. Like I, yeah. I want him to be a tough kid and it, it takes time. Um, and I'm sure his dad does the same thing. I can't imagine they don't. It, dude's a fucking good dad when it comes yeah. to like interacting with the kids. So anyways, anyways, why are you looking at me like that? 
Mm-hmm, like you and dad would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does it for you, huh? It does, yeah. That's funny. This morning when he when he ran up to you to say goodbye and you were like, I love you. And he was like, I love you. Yeah. I just did it for me. Yeah. Wholesome. Makes me happy. This one is called Relationship Help. Okay. Hey, Chris and Peaches. I stumbled upon you guys. Thanks, TikTok programming. <clears throat> I was for some reason compelled to message you. If you don't mind, I am not going to share names as my fiance would get mad. Respect that. Yeah. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have said the names anyways, but I do change them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh somebody who did not like I want to say it was Vomit Girl's husband. He was <clears> like, <throat> "No, I'm not a Nick." So what, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I just I found it funny. I made up a name and he was yeah. like, "Nah, use my real name instead." Like, yeah. that fake name does not suit me. With that being said, there are a lot of details and I apologize for the long-winded book. I've been with my fiancé for four years. I just turned 30, female, and divorced once, eight to nine year relationship and married for two years. I cheated, and I understand that it was a lack of communication, and we were high school sweethearts. I have never been with, I have never been with anybody else, and I made a mistake. I'm not saying I was in the right, but now I understand what and why things unraveled. I have a daughter who is eight from that marriage. We co-parent very well for her and get along for the most part. My childhood, in my childhood, my mom was young, and so her mom helped raise me. We did not open communicate in my home. My mother did not like physical affection, so I did not get that, but I knew I was loved. My mother stressed and pushed on to me that I was never to depend on a man or anyone. We didn't really share emotion in my household. Okay, I'm going to pause because I'm going to forget this if I keep going. So she said, my mother stressed and pushed on to me that I was never to depend on a man or anyone. When you are talking to a child, when the kids are old enough to understand, I will tell them you can't depend on anybody. But when you single it and say you can't depend on a man, you are instilling in your child that they cannot trust any man. Right. If you repeatedly tell them that and they grow up, they're going to be in very hard relationships because their masculine energy is going to challenge that man's masculine energy. It's just going to be a constant back and forth. It's going to be a war. So I agree with that. You should raise children so that they understand that you can't rely on anybody but you. I think that the way that you do that needs to be approached from a... You're the only person that you can truly ever count on. And at the end of the day, it will always be you that gets shit done. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to let people in to help you. Right. To trust people to help you. Right. Sorry about all the throat clearing. I realized that that's probably like the fifth time in like 30 seconds. Yeah. But I'm trying not to cough in the microphone. We didn't really share emotion in my household. If a conflict or argument occurred, you just didn't get resolution. It was forgotten about and everybody went on like nothing happened. It was like that in my household too. In some scenarios, I could see that being okay, but for like big things, it's not okay. I think for every scenario, if that's the outcome, that's a problem. Right. I agree. For example, I was eight and I had a pony for a long period of time. My pony died and my mom had sat me down and prepared for a breakdown, <clears throat> but I had no reaction and no emotion to it. My mom used to say, you have to put on the show. As in, my mom wasn't very happy. She was pretending. My dad was an entrepreneur of substances. He was a scary, intimidating man. He's a drug dealer. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was clever. That was clever. I thought she meant he was a drug addict. No, an entrepreneur of substances. 
That's a good way to put that. That was slick. That was slick. Yeah. Went right over my head. Every, every like businessman that I know that is like a true hustler businessman all come from a dope background. Oh yeah. Every one of them. Y'all know how to handle money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Talk finances to me. Yeah. How many people do you know has got a, a, a actual cash counter in their bedroom? <laughs> you. <laughs> I love hearing that. Like, <laughs> I cannot tell you the sense of security I have. Yeah. When I hear that thing go off and you go, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you do it again and you're like, that's better. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You count our money. I am. Um, to be fair, I don't deal drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> but I do have a cash counter in my bedroom, a cash yeah. machine. Yeah. It's the best sound on the planet to You me. nail that sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you do it? That? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> I love that you got closer to the microphone like that was going to help you do it. It puts the pressure on like I got to perform. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but clearly I can't. How do you do that? <laughs> Is your tongue involved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. That's almost like a purr. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Did you see the TikTok thing where the, where women can't make the machine gun sounds? Did we do that on one of these? Yes, already? you pressured me to do it. Yeah. I don't know. You didn't. We did. We did it on it. TikTok. Though, it was right? for yeah. a TikTok. I can't. I don't do even think it. I posted it. How do you make that sound? Kind of like the cash machine sound. Do you want to know what sound just came to my mind? And I know it's wrong. What? that works that works that's what it is in the the comic books that's the best i got yeah i think it's kind of messed up that her mom was like you have to put on a show and pretend to be happy yeah me too you guys i don't care how depressed you are how miserable you are how unhappy you are in your life when you have children who rely on you you cannot rely on them to be your therapist you are going to really damage that child if you bring adult situations to them. Yep. You are supposed to be their safety. You're supposed to be something that keeps them grounded in the world that they don't understand, not the other way around. If you need friends or you need a man or you need a therapist, it is not your child. Right. I agree. And I say that you need a man because there are moms out there who get jealous and upset and frustrated because their teenage son now has a girlfriend. Yeah. And it's it's deriving that attention away from them. That that's a whole nother topic. That that could be an entire episode on its own. And I will make all of those women feel that yeah. big. Yeah. Y'all are three steps away from something super illegal. Yeah. He was my father, but not my dad, if you know what I mean. He was there but not around. So my, so my life has always been about making someone else proud of me or doing more and more and working yourself to death for everyone else. I still catch, I still catch myself doing for everyone else but myself. <clears throat> this is where my fiance fell into my life. He showed me that you can make time for yourself. You can be lazy sometimes, just don't get stuck in it. He has helped me more by showing me different ways to love someone than he realizes. I have told him this, but he thinks I have saved him more, and this is where I need help. He comes from substance abuse. He comes from substance abuse mom that lost his brother to CPS. He grew up trying to take care of his brother before. He blames himself. This was years ago. His mom is constantly blaming him for things. 
His now ex-wife cheated on him for months before he found out because he was driving over the roads. He's a semi-driver. He has two kids and they're twins. They're both six. His dad passed away and had a mental illness. He suffers from his mom feeding into his, his a substance abuse as well. He is insecure and has to get reassurance from me multiple times throughout the day. He always feels like he is being rejected. It was, it was my toe. Oh. My mind was like poltergeist. Go to the light, Caroline. <laughs> I love that you just kept going with it. I feel so seen by you. <laughs> we got together with the intentions of building and growing a family together, not giving up on one another. We discussed our values and what we want out of life. I also want to share that my BFF is a lesbian and married. I do not have other friends as a personal choice, which now I'm realizing because I was raised to trust no one. Why did you have to say your best friend is a lesbian? Pro- uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I, I thought that gonna, was going somewhere. I, yeah, I did too. I was going to say because she, she was taught never to trust men, but she was taught not to trust men or anyone else for that matter. So that doesn't even really, re- isn't really relevant either. Mm. Um, I, I would like to point out a couple of things in that, that whole scenario though. Okay. The constant need for attention or um, affirmation, validation, um, low self-esteem. I don't, how did she word that? That he just needs reassur- reassurance. 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 If you, if you are good with your partner, Pay attention, because this is important. If you are good with your partner, babe, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love food. You're some hot shit. You're a good mom. You make my life better. That, every day, you don't need positive affirmations or reassurances. Mm-hmm. I don't need... you. You Very rarely. And when it happens, and I'm going to throw you under the bus. Yeah, you can. I'm glad, because otherwise I'd have just cut it. But... <laughs> <laughs> When when you came out today and you were like, I'm having a body issue day. I need you to tell me I'm beautiful. And I was like, babe, you're fucking gorgeous. Like, you're the hot shit to me. You And, and like, I'm holding your butt yeah, he the was whole like, time. <laughs> a little, like a little cupcake. Um, I do that daily. I, I try to. Obviously, I was sick. I missed a couple right. of days. And I, <laughs> I asked to make it up to do. But even as soon as I realized that I wasn't contagious, I started loving on you. Mm-hmm. Feeling like complete dog shit. I don't want you to feel like you're not getting enough attention from me. If you're having body issues or you're having um, self-esteem issues or you feel like you need self-assurance, it's because I'm not fucking doing my job. Mm -hmm. If I'm on my shit and I'm giving you those compliments and I'm telling you you're a good mom and I'm telling you you're beautiful and your fucking dinner is amazing and you're on top of everything, you're never going to need that reassurance because I'm giving you that. I'm feeding you. Right. The whole idea of being needy. Uh, and this is not mine. I'm stealing this from somebody on TikTok. The idea of being needy doesn't exist. If you're in the desert and you're starving and thirsty and you go to a, bu- a banquet, in that mindset, you're going to eat and drink everything. You're going to be rude. You're going to be starving. Right. But if you've been driven there in a safari that's got plenty of water and snacks, by the time you get there, you're going to eat and have polite conversation where this guy is starving. Mm-hmm. You feed what is starving. So if your partner is needy or lacks reassurance or is insecure for whatever reason, you need to look in the mirror. You're the problem. You're not giving them the attention or the um, uh, positive affirmations that they need to be getting to feel the way that they need to feel. And is that a you problem? Realistically, no. They need to to work on their own shit. You're not Mm -hmm. responsible for someone else's happiness. 
But if you're fucking with someone and you love them, just give them the positive affirmations. It doesn't need to be, well, he's insecure or he needs constant reassurance. Fuck that. Right. Give him that. That should never be a conversation. Mm -hmm. If I was killing myself at work and coming home every day and you not realizing how stressed out I am and how hard I'm working, eventually I'd be like, why am I doing this? It's not appreciated. I'm fucking killing myself every day to provide for everyone and I'm not even getting a thank you for it. Eventually that, well, I can do this on my own and I have to work so hard is going to start playing into my head. Mm -hmm. Why am I killing myself for everyone else if they're not going to at least see how much I'm fucking trying? Being able to just look at your partner and go, hey, you're fucking killing it in life. I'm proud of you. It goes a long way. It does. And for the people who are getting ready to comment, well, I do tell them every day. You don't tell them enough. Are you telling, are you not telling them enough or are you only telling them after they say something? Mm. Because if they're coming to you and say, I need you to compliment me and you give them a compliment, you look good today. Yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not. There's a difference between somebody, even if you leave work at 4 a.m. and your wife is still in bed, text her good morning and say, you look gorgeous. Yeah. I'm excited to come home and eat what you make for dinner. I love your cooking. She wakes up to that. You're setting the tone for her whole day. Yeah, we've talked about that. Talked mm-hmm. about that in um, the end of episode 14, 13, 14. I don't know. One of them. You were like, what is something that you love about me? And yeah. I, w- I went off on that. <clears throat> I um, And then when I watched it back and clipped it so that we could create a short out of it, I was like, damn, I, I really did just kind of make that all about me. And I, I've been obsessing over it constantly. But when I when you were like, I didn't see that about you at all. Mm-hmm. But in, in doing that, I realized that I need you. Like, I, I want you. I don't need right. you. I want you. But... The the back and forth that we have, I, I rely on you heavily in my life. You are a true partner, and that, that devalues the wife term, and I want to get into that too. I'll come back to that. Um, but you are a true teammate in our household. I am able to do the things that I'm able to do because of the things that you do. All of your womanly duties and the traditional wife role that you play makes all of this fucking possible. Without that, I wouldn't be able to do all of this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It would be too much, too much of a workload and I, I wouldn't be able to keep up with it. I just wouldn't. So there is a teammate aspect in that. And like me being able to tell you that the way that you greet me in the morning or the way that you treat me when I wake up sets the tone for my fucking day. Mm-hmm. I mean that. Yeah. And, and, and realistically, you have the entire power of the universe in your hands because if I woke up and you were shitty to me, my entire fucking day is shot. Yeah. And there's no coming back from that. <clears throat> nope. Um, on the partner thing, because I wanted to talk about this in the beginning, moving forward, I do not want to call people partners. I don't. Mm-hmm. They're either your husband or your wife or you're dating. But when I use the term husband or wife, you can take that however the fuck you want to take it. But I feel like calling somebody your partner diminishes that sanctity of marriage. Right. And moving forward, I'm going to make a concerted effort not to do that anymore. Yeah. Because I feel like it, it cheapens who you are as my wife. I agree with that. You know, I was thinking about that since you've said it too. A husband or a wife can be two husbands. It could mm-hmm. be two wives. It could be a trans man and a woman. If you identify as a man or a woman, you can be called a husband or a wife. Right. The whole issue with partners, they want somebody that there's less ownership implied because you're a partner. You're equal. And we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not fucking equal. I don't, I don't rely on you to defend me. Right. I would never put my life in your hands voluntarily. Mm-hmm. but on the other way around, it is my fucking duty to protect you and the kids. Yeah. And I would die for all three of you. I would not expect that of you. There's a different scenario there. You have your strengths. There is an equality and inequality. I'm going to play to my strengths. Mm-hmm. You're going to play to your strengths and we're going to meet in the middle and pick up the slack where we both fall short. Yeah. That is marriage. Mm-hmm. That's not partnership. 
It's fucking teamwork. We are doing this life thing and we're doing it to the best of our abilities at our strengths. And because of that, you are my wife. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing the partner thing anymore. And I don't care if that offends people. So if it offends you, you need to ask yourself, why does it offend you? Because it's it's a very trivial offense Mm -hmm. out of everything that we could have just said. Why does that offend you? You being offended is a you problem anyways. It definitely is. I do not have other friends as a personal choice, which now I am realizing because I was raised to trust no one. I do have anxiety and depression and ADHD. He is undiagnosed, but we do know that he has mental illnesses. He has tried medication and it hasn't helped. How did he try medication if he's undiagnosed? Right. Okay. I'm not just skimming over that, but... That doesn't make sense to me. And there's no re- reason to do what ifs on that. Now that we've experienced one another and learning each other's love language, he is very physical and I am not. I am a service person. My fiance has not been able to hold down a job since we've been together. Did it say how long they've been together? Do you recall? I don't. Okay. So she does not say how long they've been together. When you guys email us, please include how long you've been with your significant other for. Yeah. Because believe it or not, that does play into brain chemistry and how things are working right now. It's also going to play into the way that we view the situation. Because if you guys have been together for five years and he hasn't been able to keep a job, that's a problem. That is a problem. You guys have only been together for six months and he hasn't had a job. I mean, it's still a problem. It is, but it can be understandable. Right. Um, I also want to point out that I'm not going to ever look at an email for like this where a guy is unable to hold a job and be like, good for him. Right. That'll never happen. When I, when I hear that you can't hold a job since I was 13 years old, I've been two weeks without a job. Mm-hmm. I know what I fucking look like. It's not easy for somebody to walk into a business and get hired based off of appearance alone, especially when you look like me. Mm-hmm. And that was a choice. I own that. But two weeks, my entire life without a job. There's no reason for that. Right. Is he in active addiction right now? Because he said that she said that his mom is feeding into his substance abuse. Yeah, I don't know. That would make sense as to why he doesn't have a job. Right. It also makes sense as to why the medication didn't work if he tried it for his mental illness. He does work when he has a job, but there is always something happening to him. That's a big mentality. I want to believe that all of these places he'd worked, he isn't doing anything wrong and it's the company. Stop. Stop. For fuck's sake, stop that. Yeah. He's the common denominator. You think that every company this man has ever worked for is the fucking problem? No. Come on. He's the common denominator. Seriously? He's probably just lazy. No matter what it is. Why would you even... I really fucking hope to God that she typed that out and was like, damn, maybe he is the problem. That that is one of the most asinine fucking things. We say constantly that you are the common denominator in all of your fucking problems. So I remembered why I pulled this email aside. Okay. Um, it's because this is the kind of thing where you have to read back what you send to us and say, I really just typed that out. Right. Okay. That's what this is. Okay. I remember well, that is now. exactly what I just said. So. Yeah. That's what this whole email is. <clears throat> Which is constantly putting us in a financial bind and overwhelming me. This is communicated to him and he wants to fix it and help, but he doesn't seem to find the right job. He broke a disc in his back and started going to pain management clinic. Now he is addicted to medication the clinic prescribed. He knew I was not okay with this and it was supposed to be a temporary. It was supposed to be temporarily. It was supposed to be temporary. 
and now it's been a year. He is scared of the withdrawals. So if he was scared of the withdrawals, he should have never accepted the medication from that clinic. Yeah. Back pain sucks. Mm -hmm. I live with it. Yeah. Cannabis helps. That's why I have my medical card. Right. Um, since we've been together, you've never seen me take pain medicine ever, no. except for when I had my kidney stone. Mm-hmm. And I, they gave it to bring home. I have it in the cabinet. I didn't take it the rest of the time that it was there. And they were like, if you ever feel like you're going to have kidney pain, take it. I don't. That's in case of emergency break glass. Right. When I broke my femur, they gave me Dilaudid. I came off of it within a week. I had a six-week supply. I was in fucking horrible pain, but I have a deep-seated fear of becoming an opioid addict. Yeah, me too. So... That that addiction mindset is an addiction mindset. He yeah. you either have it or you don't. And if he's afraid of going through withdrawals, there are things that he can take that will help with the withdrawal process. Mm-hmm. But people get addicted to that shit too. Yeah. <clears throat> when you are somebody you know that you can easily get addicted to things, don't take it. Yeah. I wanna, I, go ahead. No, what are you gonna say? I was gonna change the subject. Go ahead. After both of my C sections, I didn't take any pain meds. Yeah. I I I too am horrified of becoming addicted to anything. And after my C-sections, I was taking like 400 milligram ibuprofen and just sucking it up. Yeah. Over my dead body, will I ever be caught in a cycle of my own demise? You're a slave. Yeah. You become a slave to that shit. I was going to say, how, he, how did he break his back? And if he actually broke his back, is he on disability? Because at least there would be income there. Yeah. The other question I have is, he is your fiance, which is just a fancy word of saying that you're betrothed and eventually you may actually get married. But until he's your actual husband, that shit means nothing. Yeah. You're a boyfriend and a girlfriend. You guys can separate at any given point. The question that I have is, do you really want to marry someone who can't keep a fucking job, has an addiction problem, and is not there for you the way that you need to be have, have uh, a provider? Right. And provi- provision is not always financial. It's not. There are other things in this email that is not being provided by the soon-to-be husband this is why we say you guys make a fucking decision to marry people and then wonder why you're in a shitty situation. You know, if you're planning on marrying this person, that is more than likely going to lead to children. Yeah. Do you want to be stuck? Because the next few sentences, I have worked two jobs and taken care of the home. Oh, and there's already kids involved. Never mind. I was going to say, do you want to have kids in a situation like this? I understand, but he has to go through this has as as he made the decision to go to begin with but told him i am here with him through it i have worked two jobs and taking care of home and kids he was there physically but not there present he was irritable and enraged or sad and sleeping nodding off on the couch spilling beer on himself and on the couch so he's drinking on top of being on pain meds that's fucking smart you know, with a big label on the pill bottle that says "Do not take and do do not drink with this medicine," because he's on a painkiller. It's right. an opioid. You're not supposed to drink with that. It enhances it. So he's fucking not on the couch while drinking. Yeah. With kids around, that that's fucking healthy. Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing. Don't do the kid thing. Another thing. My mom told my fiance that he is trash and came from trash and will never be good enough for me. She also told him to kill himself and do the world a favor. Wow. This all arose when trying to discuss how my mother's comments or actions have affected me emotionally as an adult. This is why you do not tell your daughters to never trust a man or to never rely on a man because now she is in a situation 
with a man that her mom was warning her against, but her mom never said this is what a good man does. Right. I, I want to know. I want to know the real reason she said that to him. Mm-hmm. Because it's not just a, a in passing. Hey, I hope you kill yourself. That's not an in passing conversation. Do the world a favor. That's not an in passing conversation. That's something that's that's built up. Yeah. She's seen a lot more coming from that man than what than what's put in this email to probably not paint him in a horrible light. <clears throat> or the mom is trying to protect the daughter because that's super fucking common. Right. Which is why you have monster in law scenarios. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I have a lot of friends who are recovered addicts, like right. true addicts, you know, dope addicts that, that won't take, they won't even take pain meds when they go to the dentist because they're afraid they're going to relapse. Mm-hmm. They break a bone. They go to the, you know, the ER and they're like, do you want meds? And they're like, no, I'm an addict because they know that once that happens, they're done for. So mm-hmm. they have to take Tylenol. And their sobriety means more to them than the the temporary reprieve of the pain. And I understand that in some cases that pain is that bad. I denied my pain medicine in my motorcycle accident for eight hours before I finally agreed to it. And the only reason I agreed to it is because they were about to scrub rocks out of my rib cage. Like I had open wound with gravel and shit and they were going to use the the little steel wool looking shit to... I was like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sit through this. Like my wrist is exploded. My bone is sticking out. I'm fucked up and you're not going to make this worse. And I accepted the pain meds. And after my surgery, I was one week until I came off that shit because I see what it does to people. I don't mm. want to live that life. Right. <clears throat> New Patreon. Ooh, that's what? Four of them so far this podcast? At least three. That's yep. crazy. Have I ever told you that I hate Sprite? Why did I buy Sprite? Because it's the carbonation and the clear sodas yeah. are good for upset stomachs, I read. I could have gotten ginger ale or something. Ooh, I, I like ginger ale. And that would have actually been better. But I forgot that was even a soda until you just said that. I haven't had ginger ale since I was like 13 years old. That shit's amazing. Yeah, I love ginger what ale. What was it like? Canada? There's Canada Dry. Canada Dry. That was the um, one that I drank as a kid. Barks has a really good ginger ale. Would that be a form of cannibalism? A ginger drinking ginger? I love that joke. So I'm going to keep reading before I say the rest of my things or the rest of my thoughts. My mother attacked him verbally instead of focusing on how she made me feel. This is something that has pushed my mother further from my life as I love my fiance. And that was disrespectful to him, me and our decision to be together. My family has always been a big part of my life, but I am, but I am my own person and I form my own decisions. I have explained this to my fiance and yet seeing me or yet me seeing or speaking to my mom now triggers him. <clears throat> my fiance always liked my mom and wanted to please her before this. This would be easier to discuss than sending an email. My question is, how can I help her be the better partner? I do not want to give up on him and my new babies that I have fully adopted. Not legally. He needs to heal, but I can't do that for him. I'm at my wit's end. I don't know what to do. I don't know what el- I don't know what else I can give or do. Of course, I'm sure there are other details that may have been missed or could have been helpful. Thank you all for you guys are doing and helping us folks out here. Okay, so first and foremost, you're right and that you are your own person and you need to, to if you're going to marry this man, you're going to ride or die with him one way or the other. Right. And whether your mom likes him or not, she's not the one marrying him, you are. Mm-hmm. And as much as I may disagree with the situation and your mom may disagree with the situation, that's not her fucking concern, it's yours. Yeah. And you need to tell her that. You don't have to like my partner. You're not the one marrying him. Right. I am. And when it comes down to it, I'm going to marry this person and create my life, Mm -hmm. my family. You had yours. You can be a part of this as a grandparent and be a grandparent to these babies if that's what you want to do. 
and be a, an in-law to him and, and my mother still, <clears throat> but it's not going to come with disrespect. You don't have to like him, but you have to respect him if you want me to be around you mm-hmm. because I'm going to pick my husband over you. It's just the way it is. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I don't care what anybody says about that. I don't care if it's a good situation or a bad situation. I, I'm sticking to that. When you marry somebody, good or bad, in sickness and health, better or worse, better or worse, till death do you fucking part, it's the two of you. Mm-hmm. Everyone else around you matters, but they don't matter like your husband or your wife should. Right. It's just all there is to that. So I would not have been as harsh as her mother. I, you don't know that, though, because right. there's no that doesn't happen. You don't right. just say that. I, I know some really <laughs> shitty women who just say things to hurt feelings. I don't know. I, that's that's fucking extreme. Right. That's just a lot of speculation on both ends. So, yeah, you're right. So um, I would not marry anybody who is an addict. Yeah, I would. Who doesn't want to help themselves. I would refuse to raise children around an addict. They do not need to see those mood swings. They do not need to see the withdrawal symptoms when they can't get their next fix. They don't need to be around the anger bursts. Well, he's not having to worry about getting a fix. He's going to a pain management clinic. He's going to a legal drug dealer. Government makes tons of money off that. Big Pharma and the government are in cahoots. They fucking run everything in this country. So Mm-mm. for him to go to, to get his three-day supply, it's three days in Florida. I don't know where they're at. It used to be a 30-day supply. And with pain management clinics, and I know this because... I had a lot of friends who were fucking dope addicts. Right. They would go and pay cash and they would hit every pain management clinic in the entire fucking county in two days. By the time it got into the system that they had all their meds, they had like thousands of pills and they were cooking them down and banging them. Like, so I don't know if it's a three day thing there and if he's got to go to pain management every three days, but at some point that's going to get costly. And if you don't have insurance, it's going to be even worse. Right. So now you've got, you've got legal drug dealing being dealt by a doctor to somebody who's who actually needed it at one point that's drinking on top of it in front of their kids and, and I, i'm going to assume i'm just going to assume i and this is pure i could be making this up but mm-hmm. if he's a smoker and he's smoking on the couch while drinking a beer fucked up on pain meds and falls asleep and sets himself on fire or burns the couch what happens if the babies are sleeping and he's on the couch fucked up like that mm-hmm. I, I just there's too many what ifs and too many problems in that scenario that I'm not willing to be a babysitter. I'm not either. I think that if she really wants to marry him, he needs to go through detox. And I would get a hold of the pain management clinic that he goes to and say you're his wife. Don't say you're his girlfriend, say you're his wife. And say that you want to know if they can recommend somebody that does chemical um, um, detox. Because you can go for a 24 hour stay and they pump you full of shit and it fucking pushes all the drugs out of your system and it sucks but it's a one day process versus coming off of it and weaning and getting addicted to something else. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't marry him. I would put a stipulation on it. If you want me to be your wife, you have to be sober in order for that to happen or I'm not willing to do it. I wouldn't even be a fiance anymore. <clears throat> like I'm calling off everything until yeah. you show me that your sobriety is a priority to you and that our family is going to be a priority to you. Yeah. Do you want to keep working two to three jobs while raising two kids on your own with somebody who's drunk passed out on the couch because they took a bunch of meds three hours ago? Yeah. That's not a life I'm willing to live. You got to put your partner first. That's it. If if he loves her and he wants her to be his wife, he needs to put his partner first. This is what you need for me to be your husband. I need to be sober. Okay, I'm going to go do this. You're going to be there and you're going to support me through this, right? You're going to be fucking there while I'm going through rehab. Can we get somebody to watch the babies for a day and we can go do this chemical thing? I'll get admitted to a hospital. They'll fucking drug me up and it's going to be horrible, but you're going to be there, right? Do the thing. Mm-hmm. Fucking get through that shit together and then stay clean. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I've had somebody die in my arms from a drug overdose. I don't do well with that shit. Right. And I would not, I personally would never want my daughter to be in a situation where she, either one of my daughters for that matter, be in a situation where that's the thing. I, I, I would, I would, I would probably ruin lives. Oh yeah. I was just thinking I'd, I would definitely be catching a charge on something. I, I want more for my kids. I really I, do. I do. I, I expect a lot for the kids and I expect a lot out of the kids. Yep. And I'm telling them now they know right from wrong. And when one of the kids do something and they know that they just did wrong and they try to hide it from me, I will tell them I'm disappointed in you right yeah. now. I'm not angry. I'm not mad at you. I'm disappointed in you. I, I expect more out of you. And I think that gets them more upset than me getting upset and angry and yelling. And yeah. I, I really hope you guys read these emails back before you send them. Mm-hmm. Like you said. Right. The, she even asked, what can I do to be a better partner? There's nothing you can do to be a better partner. This isn't about you. Mm-hmm. This is about him and you're choosing to stay with him. And in 10 years, do you want this to be your life? In 10 years, do you want to wake up to him OD'd on the couch and you have two kids sitting in a bedroom? Yeah. Who are 16 years old at that point. Mm. Too many variables, too many outcomes, too many things can happen and humans are unpredictable. I, I wouldn't take chances in that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. This is absolutely going to be a him thing. The only thing that you can do is be like, hey, I, I want to be here, but I'm not willing to go through this if you're not willing to get clean. And, and, you, and have, you have to give him an ultimatum and be prepared to fucking walk away if he says okay and then doesn't follow through. I was getting ready to say you have to be prepared to implement the consequences you're speaking on. Do you want to do the misunderstanding love languages or do you want to do something else? We can do that. Um, yeah, we can do that. We're, we're, we're only an hour and a half in. Wow. So before you get into that email... We are going to be doing a series on the five love languages. Um, starting tonight, we are doing an intro on the YouTube live. This will be Monday that you guys see this, so that will already be up. Um, we are going to be doing a replacement of the sideshow with the five love languages moving forward for the next five weeks, so that we'll be getting one of those every single week. This email came through last night, right? So we're going to read this to kick that off. Love that. So even though... For us, it's ahead of time. For you guys, it'll be behind. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really count, but... All right, so misunderstanding love languages. Hello. Last week, I stumbled upon one of your TikToks, and it really hit home. More and more of your videos popped up on my feed, and me and my SO started sending your videos to each other. I wanted to start by saying I really appreciate you both and what you do. Your videos have really changed my partner and I's outlook and have helped us be helped us better communicate and understand each other even just in the week we've been watching and listening to your TikToks and podcasts. I'll preface this email by saying it's not really a question but more of a topic of discussion and it is a long one but I just listened to your podcast on never apologizing for long emails and to include as much detail as possible so here it goes. I love that only one week in the listen to us things are already changing in the relationship. So do I. You know that we're getting, um, <clears throat> people are sending us updates to the check-in still. Mm. And we got an email today where somebody sent in a, ch- like they, they told us their half of the check-in and then their, their, their husband wrote down his view of the check-in and like made notes about it. And they took a picture of it and sent that in too. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. I'm really craving McDonald's. I smell bacon. Really? Cause I'm over here smelling cookies. Are we having strokes? Are we dying right now? Maybe. Fuck it. At least I get to look at you. Ooh. Yeah.
<laughs> you want to know what my thought was just was? Yes. <laughs> He's looking at me. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm instantly sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm filthy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Some background. I am 24, almost 25, and my partner just turned 23. We met each other in 2020 when he slid in my DMs on Facebook, and coincidentally, we bonded over the fact that we both had been dumped within the last month. Did you guys hook up with each other? Was, was this rebound? It sounds like it. We were heartbroken and searching for a friendship or connection to mend the heartbreak, and we very became very quickly became inseparable. Okay, so they met in 2020. It's 2023, so we have a timeline. We met in March of 2020. I'm so flustered. I'm so flustered. I can't. I'm going to hit you with that when I do the door thing, door frame thing. Oh, my God. You're going to hit me with what? <laughs> a wink. Fuck. <laughs> I might have to sit down for this. It's been almost a week you're deprived, I know. I am. I am. <laughs> She's screaming right now. I'm sorry, babe. I'm sick. <laughs> I know you're sick. Just, just know that I still want you. Okay. <laughs> and I'm attracted to you. And we still get excited over you. <laughs> we? Yeah. She's her own entity. And we communicate and we do like gossip girl about you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a girl club. I'm so fucking stupid. Are you sure you're into this? <laughs> this is what you want for the rest of your life? Yep. I make you happy. Hey, very much. Oh my God. Very you. much. I love that. Ah. <laughs> You know, earlier when you're talking about having a wife on the podcast, when you're talking to the hormone dude, I was like, that's me. <laughs> I'm his wife. I'm the <laughs> wife he's talking about, guys. God, I'm such a simp for you. We met in March of 2020, right when the pandemic was coming in strong. Plandemic. Don't forget that L. Plan. Plandemic. Plandemic. Was coming in strong. And so we spent all of our time hanging out and playing video games and we would spend weekends at my house. We would watch movies and just bond and talk. I'm a person who falls hard and fast and he <laughs> is much more reserved. He struggled for a long time with trusting his ex, with trusting as his ex really left him guarded and not wanting to pursue a rom romantic relationship. But y'all were fucking. Right. I was just thinking, guys, you really need to take longer than a month yeah. before getting in with somebody else. Yep. As somebody who used to do that, don't do that. It doesn't work. I was single for a year before I got this guy. And you see what I landed? Jesus <laughs> Christ. If you work on yourself, you'll get a man like oh, yeah. that. And we didn't rush into anything either. No, we didn't. I, it I was even longer. It was. I, I don't... I um, There's a lot, of, a lot of people on YouTube right now that I follow that are Christian content creators who are like, when you start getting into somebody, mm -hmm. meaning sexually, all of the red flags become pink. Mm -hmm. And you overlook a whole lot of shit because you're already sexually intimate. And if the sex is good, you're overlooking a whole lot of shit. It's a false illusion of intimacy. And when that fades, all those red flags that you overlooked in the first two years of knowing somebody and dating them come into real reality. And you're like, oh, man. Oh, shit. How did I not see this? Or I, I saw it. I just overlooked it. Or, oh, it was cute at first. It's not fucking cute anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
You guys need to slow down with that shit. Y'all really do. Not saying that this is going to end bad, just to avoid things happening or being missed or slip ups or right. overlooking red flags. You need to take longer than a month getting into a relationship with somebody. Right. And if you find out that they're, they're reserved and they're not wanting to be in a relationship, don't sleep with them. Because at that point, there's a very strong possibility you're not going to become anything more than a piece of ass. Yeah. You're going to be used until they find somebody that they want to commit to and then move on because people will commit when they're ready. I don't remember where I was. <laughs> they played video games, uh, he, okay. movies. He wasn't willing to, Okay. He's, he struggled for a long time with trusting as his ex left him really guarded <clears throat> and not wanting to pursue a romantic relationship. After spending months together during the pandemic, we ended up becoming an official couple in July of 2020. Over the last three years, we have both grown so much, not only as individuals, but also as a couple. Until about the last six months or so, we really struggled to communicate and understand each other. Because they made it past that two-year mark. Yeah. That two-year mark, that's when that lust dies. Yeah. That it's a false illusion of intimacy. And this is actually not something that we've made up. This isn't a lot of books. Mm -hmm. Like they talk about this. You have a two-year window when you first started dating someone where you overlook all their red flags. There were studies done. Right. And life is fun and lustful. And, and after that two-year mark, people mm -hmm. who got married in that first two years is like, oh God, what did I get myself into? Do I really want to be with this person? That's why I believe you should get married in the two to five years. Like yeah. you, you make it past that two-year mark and make sure this is really what you want before you settle down. But don't go past the five-year mark because if you're not married by year five, they really don't want that. Yeah. <clears throat> I was recently diagnosed with ADHD, which I always assumed I had on top of a major career change that added a lot of stress on our relationship. My career is a 911 operator, and I started doing that full time in 2021. I'm sure you can imagine the stress that has put on not only me, but our relationship. I have much longer hours and work and work weeks than we used to have to deal with. He works at Lowe's right now and has a regular Monday through Friday schedule working eight hour shifts. Not much of this is relevant to the topic, but I know you both prefer to have the details. I could never be a 911 operator. No? No, I couldn't. I hear some of those 911 operator calls on TikTok. Yeah. There's no way I'd be able to leave that shit at work. The people who do that, you guys are very strong-minded people. Yeah. Getting to my main point of this email, my love language is primarily words of affirmation. I have always been very in tune with my thoughts and emotions and my ADHD has always caused them to be a little overbearing for most people as when I feel emotions, I feel them much deeper than most people do. And I'm usually very good at articulating what I'm feeling and why. On the other hand, his love language is physical touch. My ADHD makes me have a lot of sensory issues and feel overwhelmed quickly sometimes because my ADHD makes me have a lot of sensory issues and feel overwhelmed quickly sometimes when I'm uncomfortable. He and I have struggled a lot with issues regarding our love languages. I was constantly frustrated because I would send him long text messages expressing my love and adoration for him, and his response would be, thanks, babe. And I felt disappointed or like my expressions of love weren't good enough. I wonder how he feels when you refuse to touch him because you're having sensory issues. Right. That's <clears> the <throat> same thing, mm -hmm. yeah. You, you guys need to understand that love languages are not just about how you receive love, but how your partner receives it and how you have to give it to them. Mm -hmm. So it, it like we're both quality time. So this is this is this is love for us. This, this is, is what it, it looks like. <laughs> um, and, and I do words of affirmations mm -hmm. and, and gift giving. 
That's my love language. I spend time, give quality affirmations and gift giving <clears throat> because I want to see you smile. Mm-hmm. And all three of those things make that happen. So it works for me. <clears throat> but if my love language was quality time and you worked 80 hours a week and only got to see you once a week, it's not going to work. Right. I'm not getting my needs met. And if yours is positive affirmations and I'm blowing your shit up every day, telling you how awesome you are and you're a good mom and I love you and you're amazing and you're beautiful and, you know, God gave you to me and all this, you know, crazy, like in your ear 24 seven. And I get to see you once a week. That doesn't mesh. Right. Um, two things. First thing is you asking me to stay home makes a lot more sense now. Why is that? Because one of your love languages is quality time. Yeah. So when I was working 60 hours a week, that was 60 hours away from you. Yeah. I mean, I would come to work. Right. And I would be there most of the day, but I still have to leave and do other shit. Mm-hmm. You being a stay-at-home mom benefits me yeah, greatly. But it is about quality time because if you were working a regular job and I wanted to go to Tennessee like we just did, you have to plan that. Yeah, Can't do that. As a stay-at-home mom, you do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And, and like, even as a business owner, it's not fair to the other employees because you're married to the, the business owner for you to just come and go as you please because everybody else is like, what the fuck? Yeah. She gets to do it. Why can't I? So I just made you quit. Right? I didn't make you. I asked you. And now you're here and we get to do whatever we want to do. Mm-hmm. But it, it absolutely is a me thing. I, I don't deny that. I, I want you around me as much as possible. I just, I love that. You, you went to the lengths of being the sole provider for our family and really solidifying the traditional marriage. It just, it makes me happy that we both want the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're the best. <laughs> so the second point I wanted to make was her love language is primarily words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. The way you receive love is not the way your partner is going to receive love. Right. So if you need words of affirmation to feel loved, but then you over, not overbear, but um, I want to say oversaturate your partner with your own love language. They're not going to feel loved. Right. Because you're not meeting their love language. You're speaking your own to them, hoping they understand it. Right. Or reciprocate it. Yeah. And they're not going to be more inclined to reciprocate your love language if you're not meeting theirs. Right. Or if they don't understand it. You yeah. know, people like have heard of the love languages, but don't get it. I mean, mean, don't get it. They don't get it. Everybody's heard of it. People have heard of the five love languages, but unless they've actually read the book, they don't understand it. Case in point is the gift giving. And we'll get into that when we do the the whole series that we're doing. But when we listened to that chapter in the car on the way to Tennessee, I was like, this is going to piss me off before it even started. Mm -hmm. And we had like a two and a half hour conversation with that shit on pause before it even started. Yeah. And by the time we were at the end of the chapter, I was like, I am so fucking glad that I actually read this book. Because it changed my entire idea of what this is. Gift giving is something as simple as sending you a TikTok. We'll get into that. But, yeah. you know, the, I, anyways, I, I don't, I really don't want us to, to get away from. Too far into it. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. The yep. way you receive love is not how your partner will receive love. And it is a language. If your words of affirmation, you are speaking a language to your partner that you understand that makes you feel loved, but that's not going to be the same thing for them. Right. And with his being acts of service, like you said, when you're overloaded or sensory overload. His is touch. His is touch. touch. What did I say? Uh, You said um, service. Did I say service? Yeah, it's physical touch. His is physical touch. You get overstimulated. You're overwhelmed. You have your sensory things going on, which I get. We both have sensory issues. You're not speaking his love language to him. So not only are you not meeting his needs, he's going to tune out your love language. Hence the thanks, babe, text message. He doesn't understand what you're saying to him. You think you're just, he thinks he could be thinking that you're just hyping him up. 
Right. You're happy to be here. He's happy to be here. You guys love each other. Thanks, babe. The real question that I have in that scenario is, are you showing him your love language because you think that's just the appropriate way to show love? Because we receive and, and give differently. Mm-hmm. The way that, like, I, I gift give. I won't accept. Yeah, you threw away the shirts that I got you. Yeah, my my on, on the love language yeah. list, I got a zero. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to fucking give me anything. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm down for you to send me TikToks and shit. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you fucking buying me anything. Right. I, I am so, like weird about the gift giving that when our daughter picks flowers out of the front and tries to be sweet and gives me one of them, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to be, I don't, it just, it doesn't do it for me. I, it makes me uncomfortable legitimately. <clears throat> and that's why I hate holidays and, yeah. and, and I re- remove myself from all that shit. Uh, but that, that I, I, even though I am that against receiving gifts, I am about giving them. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. So if your if your love language is to, uh, have positive affirmations spoken to you. It doesn't mean that you show it the same way. You can, you know, obviously if you've got sensory issues and you don't want to touch him, that's a fucking problem because neither one of you going to have your, your love language is met. Right. Because if, even if he makes the concerted effort to um, fulfill your love language, if you can't get over your sensory issue and return that, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's not a give and a take. That's just take. Right. I could see how that would be a difficult situation for them. Oh yeah, Definitely. I like physical touch. I know. Even if it's just like, I don't mean like caressing and shit. I, I'm a very, I'm a very physical touchy person um, to you. Should be clear. I fucking hate I'm it when people touch me. I'm glad you I really hate it when people touch yeah. me, but I, I, I like to touch you. And when we're on the couch, if you're sitting there, I will grab your foot and drag you to me mm-hmm. and you're going to touch my body while we're watching TV. It doesn't matter what we're doing. You can just put your foot on me. I'm fine with it. Yeah. We're, we're touching. And I'll play on my my phone like this, left-handed while holding your foot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to to not have that physical contact. To me, it shows a connection because I don't want anybody touching me. And here you are. You could touch me. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel so privileged <clears throat> but, and honored. And But if you had a sensory issue and we were sitting on the couch and I'm like, put your foot on me. And you're like, no. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean? No. Fuck yeah. do you mean? No. Get over here. Like, you know. Get over here. I don't know if I would be able to tolerate that. It'd be very difficult. I get that. I'm also a physical touch person. So if I recall correctly, both of ours was acts of service, not acts of service, um, quality time. Mm-hmm. And, and then we were tied for the next three. Right. No, it wasn't the next three because acts of service was on the very bottom for mine. Like to receive, I, to receive. Right. right. I do not want to receive acts of service. Right. But the three other ones were was physical touch. Positive affirmations. Positive affirmations. And I don't remember what the other one was. Um, Gift giving? Yes. I feel like that's not right because I I don't give gifts. Gifts giving might have been my last one. It was um, quality time. Are you just going to look? I'm just going to (laughs) look. Also, I am Mrs. Sir now in the Discord. That's what (laughs) everybody voted on. Y'all are wild. All right. So my top was uh, quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts, and then acts of service at the very bottom at right. zero. So almost all of those are the same. Yeah, because acts of service, you got zero. Yep. So we pretty much have the same love language. No, I got zero on my gifts. 
Did you? Acts of service was the next one up from the bottom. Okay. <clears throat> so I am also very much a physical touch person. If you wake up in the morning and you come out here and you don't give me a kiss or touch me, like the world is ending. What the hell is going on? Yep. I will throw a fit. <laughs> I will cause a scene and everybody will look. In the same fashion, he was constantly frustrated because he would be the one to grab my hand randomly or hug me for long periods of time or want to be constantly touching, which often caused me to feel overwhelmed or frustrated. This is exactly how you feel, how he feels when you send him long ass text messages. Yeah. He was frustrated. Fr- frustrated. Get it together. Jeez. He was frustrated <laughs> because he wanted me to initiate that physical touch and I just wasn't doing it. With all the frustration <laughs> and each of us feeling unsatisfied. I need the Discord chat to type that out. How do you spell that? <laughs> and with and with all the frustration, I, I have to keep telling myself this is in D&D or not in character. Stop it. Yeah, that's funny. With all the frustration and each of us feeling unsatisfied, we each developed this take it or leave it mindset. We each felt like if you couldn't accept my love in the form I'm a willing slash know how to give to you, then so be it. Ooh, that's a very me, me, me mindset, isn't it? It is. Very selfish mindset. This caused a lot of friction and miscommunication and bickering. I believe it. It constantly felt like we were on different... This is my toe. I'm going to put socks on, apparently. I'm like, who's knocking at the front door? You have such magical toes. <laughs> toes, woes, and potatoes. <laughs> I want to write a poetry book and have that be the title. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Put a bunch of slam poetry in there, but a lot of it's about potatoes and your monkey toes and pinching me. It constantly felt like we were on different wavelengths, like we just couldn't understand each other and like maybe we never would. Over the course of the last few months, I had some kind of awakening that I had been forcing my love language on him and vice versa. I was only showing my love to him with words of affirmation and being frustrated when it wasn't received as I anticipated. As well as, he was really only showing me love with physical touch, leaving me to feel a lack in our emotional connection and thus making it harder for me to feel compelled to initiate a physical connection. I'm not sure when we really realized this, but we started trying to love each other in the ways we each required. He really took it upon himself to start expressing his love and emotions to me verbally or leaving me notes or sending me cute, longer, cute, longer text messages. He was never really one to express his love in words as he always felt like he didn't have words to express his emotions. And he only knew how to do it with physical touch. It's hard for men. I believe that. It's really fucking hard for men. We're not taught to like, process our emotions when we're kids we're told to put some fucking dirt on it yeah if you're not bleeding it's not broken stop fucking crying like we're not taught to to process like that we're Mm -hmm. taught to suppress it and move the fuck on because as men we're supposed to get up and keep going so we don't have the words to to discuss things like y'all do it's not instilled in us It, it is more so now than it was when i was a kid but it's still not the same yeah so it's hard for men to articulate themselves like that i learned how to talk to you by learning how to write poetry because when I was homeless, that's what I did. I journaled and I wrote poetry constantly. It was all fucking horrible. It was all like dark because I was a huge Edgar Allan Poe fan. But yeah. I learned I learned my words because of that book, the the full volume, which weighed like ninety pounds, and my writing over and over and over again to to you know mm-hmm. teach myself how to talk to people. That's crazy. It, it, I mean, it was you had three years living on the streets. You got to find something to do to fucking occupy your time, right? Before cell phones, now you just sit there and scroll TikTok and. Sc- Click square payments when you 
Yo, can I got you got a dollar? No, I ain't got no cash. Cool, I take square. Seen that shit. Anyways. <laughs> if you can have a square account on your phone, you can start a business. Yeah. That's what I would doing. smack that shit out of somebody's hand and be like, What what did you just ask Th- me? Those dudes make three, four hundred bucks a day doing that shit. Of course they do. I, I would like to point out too that her recognizing that they were not connecting on each other's love language and correcting that is her taking accountability first and foremost. She's doing it through the whole email. So mm-hmm. I'm not shitting on her by end of our conversation. Right. Kudos. Oh yeah. That you're taking accountability. That's big brain shit. Right. Recognizing that you are in control of the intimacy in your house and going, this isn't working. We have to start changing things is also a big deal because women control the intimacy in the relationship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Allowing, trying to cough, allowing that, um, that breakdown and the me, me, me thing is 100% how you end up in the roommate phase. Yes, it is. We've talked about this because there was one night where we almost didn't have playtime because I was waiting on you to make a move because you had made a comment earlier in the day and you started to roll over. I'm like, no, the fuck you're not. And I I, I made a move. And then afterwards, I was like, I, I really thought you were going to do something. And you're like, I told you what I wanted. And I was like, yeah. And you I was got waiting it. for you to come get it. And, and I did. Yeah. But I was like, next time I need you to be a little more direct because I don't want to think something's going to happen. And then be like, okay, she just doesn't want it tonight because... I was in a misunderstood mindset. Um, but how petty and how easy it would have been me for me like, Oh, she rolled over. Fuck it. Yeah. She obviously doesn't want anything. And then that been our routine. And it would have taken that one time for that to establish a new habit mm-hmm. because I could have been put off or feeling like I was shot down or promised something that wasn't put out. There could have been a whole lot of things that could have broke down communication and that me, me, me mindset or, mm-hmm. well, if they want it, they'll do it. Mindset that's toxic as fuck. <clears throat> yeah it is you gotta initiate with your partners guys you, you know your spouse your spouse not your partner they're your spouse your husband or your wife don't be fucking weird about it you married them i want to know if their love language was always a problem they're three years into a, a relationship right? right so this wasn't always a thing at some point probably around the two-year mark this became an issue and they're just now learning how to correct it because the fucking that the whirlwind that, of obsession. Yeah, it faded. The obsession. That's what we should call that. The obsession. It is an obsession. Okay. It is when, okay, it's going to be in the intro. Oh, to tonight? the love language. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then we can just skip it's it. It's all in my notes. Okay, dope. I have it all down. I fucking love that you do that. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I love that. I, you know, we, um, how far into this do I want to go? I'm a seventh grade dropout. I, I actually went to ninth grade. So when I say that, I'm not saying that. I am a dropout in seventh grade. I went to a disciplinary school in eighth and I went like a week of ninth grade. I have a seventh grade education. So everything that I've learned, I've taught myself. So to see you take notes and do the study thing and like learn, that's sexy to me. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's hot. Like, and, and, and not in like a weird gross way, but like you, you taking initiative and taking notes and using your highlighters and like studying. I never had to do any of that. So it's not something that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. It's no different than when you see me running things. Right. You're like, damn. Mm. Same thing when you're when you're in study mode and you're doing like study study peaches. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even want to. I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> like, I'm not, babe. You, you you need a drink. Like, stop. You may like rub your feet while you do that. I, it. What can I get you? What What can I get you? Just don't don't get up. Don't don't get up. What can I get you, baby? Oh my God. Like (laughs) that's the kind of shit that goes through my mind when you're doing that. And I don't want to interrupt you, but like you being engaged in doing that and, and motivated and, um, passionate. Yeah. is fucking sexy to me. People lack that. And like the fact that I see you doing that and I'm into you while you're doing it. Like, I think it kind of, are you crying? 
No, I'm not. I think it strengthens us because like we are working together to build this. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier about us being a team. Yeah. We really work on each other's strengths. I can't do that. You have to read scripture to me sometimes for me to understand it. I'll be reading my Bible and I'll be getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, babe, that's the third sigh in like two minutes. What's going on over there? I'm like, I don't fucking get this. You want me to read it to you? Yes. I'm not even ashamed of that shit. It doesn't even fucking bother me anymore. Before I'd be like, nothing. Yeah. I ain't having that discussion. I'm not dumb. I can fucking read. I just, it doesn't correlate. Right. But you can say it one time and I got it. Mm-hmm. So we play on each other's strengths. That That is what marriage is supposed to be. You're my rock. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to throw in there just because you're, I don't know, doting on me a little bit. I got up at 630 this morning to make those notes for the live tonight. Did. I know you did. Did that enhance it at all? Um, I actually kind of felt guilty that you got up that early this morning. Really? Because I know that you didn't sleep last night. I know you heard me last night. Yeah. I was fucking miserable and I was up for about five hours in pain, like agonizing pain. I, I like if I had a modium in the house, I would have taken it last night just to make that stop. I contemplated going to the hospital last night. Wow. I was in so much fucking pain in my stomach from this food poisoning that like the, the at least they could have given me an IV. Like, just salt water. Give me Fluids. some saline to, like, my joints were starting to hurt. I drank all the Gatorade that we had in the refrigerator last night. Oh, I forgot to get that while I was at the it's store. All right. It's all right. I've been I'm hydrating so all day. So um, my stomach doesn't hurt anymore. Still gurgly. Yeah. But, like, my joints and shit don't hurt anymore. So I am hydrating. I'm just not eating. And this is the longest I've gone yeah. since Monday without having to run to the bathroom. Way too much information for people. I, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have done all that, but... Knowing that you got up at 6.30 and you're like, I'm going to go get started on the notes for the podcast so that you can get some rest. I felt like shit because I knew that you were up all night last night. I know you heard me up all night and I know that I was up all night. So we're, we're running like four hours of sleep. It just sucks. I don't, I don't want to put you in that position. I even came in the bedroom at one point. I was like, I'm sorry. And if little man wasn't sleeping, I'd use his bathroom. Yeah. But like the last thing he needs to hear is my demons coming out of my butthole and be woken up screaming because, you know, there's chaos happening in the toilet. Yeah. How you like that? Well, it didn't bother me waking up that early. It was actually nice to wake up early like that and be yeah. the only one awake in the house and do my thing. That's good. I hate Sprite. I always took it upon myself to get out of my comfort zone and start trying. I also took it upon myself to get out of my comfort zone and start trying to initiate physical touch more often. I reach over and grab his hand or rub his neck or play with his hair while he is driving or scratch his back <clears throat> without being asked. That is one way to a man's heart. Scratches back. Yeah. I like doing that for you. I really am an acts of service person. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. <laughs> and it's funny because that's not really high on my love list. It was. It's up there. Oh, I didn't screenshot mine. I did mine on the computer. Oh. I have it saved though. I'll get it tonight before we sit down. So I have it. Is that my, is that my trap? Can I see? Is that my trap on the camera? Uh, move your hand. Yes. Yes, it is. When I say that our relationship has been so much better since we implemented these changes, it is like a completely different relationship. I believe it. With us making these minor changes and actually loving each other in the way we best receive it instead of how we prefer to receive it, it has made us so much more in tune and cohesive. We used to bicker and argue constantly. We always felt frustrated and like something was lacking or missing, and it took me coming to the realization that I was forcing words of affirmation on him to realize that. Now I'm showing him love and physical touch. He understands me so much better. 
And it also makes him so much more receptive to my words of affirmation because, of course, I do still express my emotions and words because it's always been easier for me. But he understands them better now when I initiate those lovely conversations with a hug or a kiss. So it's not that he understands them more. It's that you're showing him his love language and he's not being um, spiteful. Right. He's not being like, you know what I mean? Is, is that that I, I, I want to say spiteful. <laughs> it's. He's more open to receive it because he feels like he's getting something in return. Right. Yes. You're not just using him to fill your emotional needs at this point. It's a back and forth energy exchange. Right. When you when you, the receptive was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. When you when you greet me when I come home, if I'm having a bad day, that shit stays outside because when I come home, I'm coming into love. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not words of affirmation, if it's just a, a touch, a hug, whatever. I'm, it's changing my my radio waves. My brain is, is functioning differently now because everything that was just happening has been changed mm-hmm. because of the way that you've treated me. So if somebody's love language is physical touch and you touch them and they give them words of affirmation because that's how you show love, they're going to receive that because you've initiated that touch and you've reached out to what they recognize as love. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he could have parents that were not very good with, with giving attaboys but were very huggy yeah and that could be a thing for him or they were not huggy at all and talked a lot and he just shut that shit the fuck out and now craves physical touch because of it Mm -hmm. um it's crazy that like i i've known about the love languages for a long time i took that test probably 15 20 years ago yeah but i you know just forgot it it's not something that was really prevalent in my life and now that we've done it again a lot of that makes so much sense in the things that we've discussed mm-hmm. and a lot of it really does tie in to a lot of different facets of our lives it really does you don't realize how much your love languages tie into your relationship until you get a full understanding of them right because it's it's how you accept intimacy mm-hmm. and like for us quality time and physical touch is such a big deal that when i walk by and touch your lower back or i you know i just hug you and kiss you from behind or you know we dance in the kitchen I'm I'm meshing a lot of the love languages in one moment and it's a, a full on intimacy thing for you. Yeah, it is. Um those those uh people who have quality time, quality time can be so many things other than dates. Mm-hmm. The long car drives. Long car drives, right? And that's 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 us. Mm-hmm. Conversations where we are not engaged with electronic devices where we're looking at each other in the eye which is what we do every single time we do a podcast, which is why we're constantly like, this is amazing for us. We get to talk to our partner. I love this Yeah. because the only time I check this is if it's AJ. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'm not engaged in my phone or my manager. Obviously I have to check that or my sister because of my mom. But for the most part, this is ignored. I'm talking to you. Yes, we're recording everything, but I'm looking you in the eye. Mm -hmm. I'm flirting with you. We're having, it doesn't matter that it's recorded. This is quality time for us. It is. And it's work. So we get to work and have quality time and our fucking relationship is made. I've missed this. Me too. We sat down today and you're like, it's so weird to be sitting down and we haven't done this in, in like eight days. I'm like, I know I fucking missed it. And, and I like, we turned it on. I was like, oh man, this doesn't feel right. And we started talking. I'm like, it feels fucking great. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I think that because of it being the quality time and us enjoying the, the time that we have, it makes the outside work of this a lot easier because mm-hmm. we're preparing for quality time. So for us to prepare for our podcast, it's no different than planning a date night. The little bit of time that it took me to plan for us to go see John Wick Saturday night is no different than me adding notes to my my iPad so that we can have a discussion about whatever I've, I've written down. It's still me preparing for quality time with you. Mm-hmm. And I, looking at it that way makes it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. 
Also, he knows I'm much more likely to be lovely physically if he sends me a text when he's thinking about me or when he sits down to tell me how proud of me he is and how excited he is for our future. This email isn't much of a question, but really I wanted to email and reach out because I truly feel like there has to be other couples who are unknowingly struggling with this. And this is why we're doing the love languages. This is exactly why we're doing the love languages. I would also like to point out that Patreon, uh, our Discord server, I mean, has had knowledge of this for weeks. Oh, yeah. It's been a little over a week, so almost two weeks. But they've already taken their test and they've taken it with their partners and... Um, compared them and took notes. Yep, and we're going to we're going to assign some homework tonight on the live stream. I really wish we could have gotten this up before tonight, but the live stream is going to be recorded, right? Like it's going to yeah. be posted. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, so we'll see it. Yeah. Okay, so this is safe from divorce. This is a husband and wife who emailed us both on how things have improved. Yep. So the first one's from the wife. I just wanted to reach out and say thank you for giving my husband and I the tools to work on our marriage. We were about to get a divorce and we chose to try to work on us. Just a little background. We were high school sweethearts. We dated for two years. So from 14 to 16, then we were just friends for the next 10 years or so. We ran into each other again at the end of 2020. We then started dating for about a year. And then in October of 2021, I found out he cheated on me. Yes, there could have been a ton of things There could have been things done differently on both sides, but he ended up just leaving. Then two weeks later, he came back and made promises to change. In October of 2022, we got married and had a cute ceremony in our backyard. Took our honeymoon in Hawaii, which my family paid for and had an amazing time. But little did I know, he was talking to the same girl he cheated on me with while we were there. On your honeymoon. On your honeymoon. Damn. He ended up leaving a week or two after our honeymoon and it took about a month for us to get back in contact to get everything figured out. We were planning on an annulment, but we decided not to. He wanted to try things again. I'm very skeptical about this, but I heard you two on TikTok and sent it to him. If we love each other, we need to try. Yep. He agreed to go to therapy and monthly report cards. I would say weekly report cards. Yeah, I think those report. Okay, so let let's let's talk about that for a minute because there's a lot in that. If you are having, um, so no, it's not okay to cheat. No, it's not. I, I fucking hate that I even have to say that. But if I don't, somebody's gonna be like, oh, "It's not okay to cheat." <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, there are reasons that it happens. Right. Right. It could be a sex addiction. It could be a lack of intimacy. A lack of intimacy. It could be that there's not respect in the house. Needs aren't being met. Sex could be used as a reward. Yeah, we have uh, we have notes about that on, that's mm-hmm. coming up on one of the side side pieces. So I'm not going to get too far into that. But there are reasons that cheating happens. Looking at the fact that he cheated and going, okay, he cheated. What went wrong? Is conversations for a fucking check in. It is because if he's able to recognize like this is what was going on last time, I wasn't having needs met, and it made me want to look elsewhere. That conversation can then be had. To when you do the check-ins going, okay, I feel like my intimacy levels at 40%. I'm not getting the attention that I need from you. What can we do to remedy this mm-hmm. instead of waiting until it gets to 20% and then start looking for other people? I'm not saying it's right, but that it could be a, a very easy indication. If you're having check-ins on a regular basis and you're susceptible to it, an open conversation and you're able to fucking receive what's being said and not get shitty and defensive, mm-hmm. you might be able to resolve all of that moving forward. Yeah. And check-ins matter, man. They really do. Do you know that we have uh, t-shirts coming that say, have you checked in? 
to be better podcast. That's right. We do have t-shirts coming in. The other one is blah, blah, blah communication. Yep. I'm actually really excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a, a limited drop. Uh, it'll be announced on probably our YouTube, our YouTube page uh, after Patreon. So Patreon is going to get first shot. If you guys are not on Patreon and you want t-shirts, it's a Patreon. limited release. Each each shirt has 160 shirts, not per size, 160 shirts total. And when they're sold, they're sold. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to redo them. And if I do redo them, it will be drops. It's not going to be something that we keep in stock all the time. Right. Um, I don't want it. I want scarcity, mm-hmm. obviously. So I'm, I'm doing that intentionally. And we have three or four other designs laid out. I would like to do it like bi-monthly, like every other month. Um, but I don't know. We're going to start branching out into other things like hats and stuff. Too. Yeah, patches. We want to do the apron thing. Yeah. Uh, we have somebody in Discord that is a seamstress that said we that do. they would be willing to do your your, your apron. That would be amazing. <clears throat> we would just have to find the fabric and material. I would like to do, if we're going to do aprons, I would like to do nice ones. Like, I don't want to half-ass oh, it. Oh, yeah. I want to do quality ones. I want them to look like 60s style, 50s style. Oh, God. Yeah, pockets. Multiple pockets. Cute pockets and ruffles. And there's going to be extra ones. And there's going to be some plain ones for... Are not so loud personalities. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. So many things in the works, guys. I listen to your podcast every day and I'm planning to get on your Patreon as soon as I'm financially able to. We did our first report card last night and it's helped him open up to communicate so much better. With the words of Chris meaning you, as well as helping him realize things he'd never realized before. And Chris meaning me, I'm so thankful for you. You two have helped not just our relationship, but you have helped me emotionally. You have helped me emotionally open up and see that I can work on, see what I can work on and want to better myself. Sorry for this long message just to say thank you, but I just want to say I appreciate you too and thank you. And then the husband t- wrote in, typed in. Typed in. He typed in. Hey guys, I wanted to tell you both thank you so much. My wife put me on to you guys, and she has also emailed you recently. I was just wanting to say I was ruining our marriage, and it was almost over, but we decided to try to work things out, and it's been amazing. We both listened to the podcast. We have done our first check-in, and then we're going to our and we're going to do our second. You guys have made me realize that working on saving and making your true north the number one priority is a must. I have cheated on her prior twice, and I know that me doing that is way wrong. I'm working on bettering myself as a person and as a husband to be better for her. I started to openly communicate with her the best I can. I open her doors and I try to give her the gratitude and appreciation she deserves. And just listening to your show has inspired me to be better. I can't wait for more episodes to come. Again, thank you guys greatly. If you're ever in California and want to meet up with two of your super fans, we are here. That'll probably never happen. We'll never be in California, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, we're going to break their hearts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. California's got a beautiful coastline. Uh, just don't see myself ever going there. With that being said, your relationship is 100% a result of your attitude and your efforts. So if you're cheating and you're doing the shit that you're doing, you're going to get horrible results. If you want the good partner and you want what we have and you want to be that good man and you want a good woman, you have to be that good man. Mm-hmm. And everything, women are multipliers. Women are multipliers. You multiply. That's what you do. Not just life, everything. So I, I, people are going to be like, well, what about money? You can give money. You multiply the money. You don't have to work. I've, I've seen that argument on the internet. People yeah. are fucking stupid. But when you have that effort put in and you're, you're meeting her intimacy and you're meeting her love languages and you're able to fucking communicate and you are being 
what your wife needs you to be as a leader and a, as a man and an authoritative figure in the house, and they are able to be in their feminine, you are going to have the most desirable life that you can fucking imagine. And all of your friends are going to be envious. They're going to look at you yeah. and be like, how the fuck did you do that? I take care of everything. You do. I make it so she doesn't have to fucking worry about shit. Her life is gangster because of everything that I do. And in return, my life is fucking cake. Are you talking about our life? Yeah. Oh yeah. And your life is envied by other men. Yeah. Hear it all the time. Oh yeah. We've had men in our personal life say, damn bro. Like my wife would never do that. Yeah. shit. You're lucky. Yeah. Yep. It's, um, it's so hard for me when I hear that shit. Why? Because I don't want to be this guy. Why? To the people in our personal lives. I don't want to be the helper. We do this as a business. We do. Becoming a business. That's the mm -hmm. plan. We want to live off of this. So the businesses that we currently have are handling our finances. And then this is, this is what we get to enjoy. <clears throat> I don't want to have you and I go to dinner with two of our friends and thinking that we're going to have steak and potatoes and just fucking a good conversation. And it turned into a three hour fucking counseling session where we're coaching people's life decisions and they're arguing at the table. I don't yeah. want that. I really don't fucking want that. And we have decreased our outings significantly since starting doing this. Part of it is time, but part of it's because I don't want to be responsible for other people's in our personal life shit because we know both people. Right. And like, it's going to be, I don't know. It's, I just don't want that. So I would hurt feelings. Yeah, I have, I have, you know, it, it's going to be the kind of situation where I know a friendship could possibly be strained mm -hmm. because I'm going to tell you what you're not going to want to hear. Yep. And it might take a while for you to process that or for them to process that. And we could go back to good terms or you could just walk out of my life, but I, I'm not willing to yep. sacrifice friendships over me being honest about your decision-making. Right. I think it's important to know that like, uh, so I, I saw on a video recently that, that there was like a whole panel of people and somebody was like, I hold myself accountable. And everyone on the stage was like, you can't do that. I don't believe that. I believe that you are 100% accountable to yourself. If you have realistic standards mm -hmm. and you strive to meet those standards. But I also know that I need other people to hold me accountable just as much as I'm willing to do it because there are going to be times where I'm going to be tired or rude or frustrated with a situation. And my response to something may not be as calculated as I like. And having another man who is calculated, like I am go, wait a minute, brother, you're slipping is going to, that's where that outside accountability is really beneficial. And because I want that when my friends are slipping, I'm going to tell them that. Mm -hmm. um, I have a friend who has the word moderation tattooed on him and I didn't know that he did it, but we went to dinner one night. It was four of us, me, you, him and, and a friend of ours. And um, we were just having dinner and he ordered two drinks at a time every time he drank. And I, I was like, bro, I think you might have a moderation issue, bro. Like you need to slow down a little bit. And it wasn't like I wasn't being mean. I, I really right. I was pure love. I love this motherfucker. Like mm -hmm. I would go to war for him. And in that sentence, non-hostile, non-mean, just an observation made him tattoo the word on himself in a very visible spot so that he can see it to remind himself that he needs to slow down sometimes. And that was never my intent. When I saw the word tattooed, I was like, why the fuck would you do that? And he explained the whole thing to me. I was like, I don't remember that at all. He's wow. like, it happened. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember the conversation. I, I remembered it after he said something because he laid out the entire evening. Um, but your words have impact. This, this is pure like hype, right? This, this is not founded on anything. But I, I am a 
firm believer that you speak things into existence. They say that we're made in the image of God. Mm -hmm. So if we're made in his image and he's able to speak things into an existence, at some level, we have that power. Your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, and your actions dictate your future. Mm -hmm. So I'm very cautious about the things that I say. And when I see somebody doing something that I love, the person I love is doing something, and I think that I can benefit them, I can't help but to be honest. Sometimes it does, it destroys friendships and it hurts feelings. Mm -hmm. But in this scenario, I said some shit that I just noticed in the moment and it's changed his life because somebody that he loves called him on it. When people call me on my shit, I fucking need that. Yeah. So I I want people around me that are going to hold me accountable. This dude may need that too. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. You want to go on to a thank you? Uh, yeah, let's do a quick thank you and then we'll, we'll call it. All right. All right. Here's a quick one. Again, titled Thank You with multiple exclamation points. I just want to share how grateful I am for the conversations you're having. I stumbled upon To Be Better on TikTok, meaning you, which eventually led me to listening to your podcast on Spotify. I binged about six episodes in a few days. That's impressive. Yeah, because those are all fucking two to three hours. After listening, I began thinking about writing you an email seeking advice on my marriage. My husband and I had a very tumultuous few years, and there were many points where we were both ready to end things. I sat writing the email about everything we had been through, and every time I ended up with a whole dang novel of all the drama of how we got to this point. It just didn't feel right, so it sat in my drafts. I started sending your podcast to my husband to listen to. Eventually, we started listening to them together. A few days ago, we sat down to do our first check-in. I'm literally crying right now as I tried to think of a way to put into words how meaningful this was to us. I watched the walls literally crumble down between us. That level of emotional intimacy had not existed between the two of us for years. The two hours that we spent having that conversation did more for us than nine months of couples therapy ever had. Wow. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, and it cost you nothing. Nothing. This is why we do Other than two this. hours of your time. Go, please, if, if, if you, ma'am, if that's what you are, I, okay, go to our YouTube channel. There is so much more content on YouTube than there is on Spotify. Yes. Spotify doesn't pay us. We don't make a fucking dime off of Apple, Spotify, any of the, the actual podcast streams mm-hmm. unless we take on sponsorships. Right. And I'm not willing to take on sponsors unless it's a company that I truly believe in. Yeah, I'm not trying to sell my soul. Me either. So I'm not, we don't make a fucking dime from uh, podcasts. All of our revenue comes from YouTube and from our Patreon group. There's a lot more content on YouTube, I promise. Mm -hmm. So much more content because we intentionally do not release all of our content onto the streaming services to get you to go to YouTube. Um, There are things that your husband and you can both benefit from other than the check-ins. Excuse me. Such as the... What? Damn, you fucking... Just... (laughs) I derailed you just by getting comfortable. It's been been like nine days. Yeah. No, that's a lie. It's been like five days. Too many. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't feel well, but fuck. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, there is, I know the good, good, the gentleman and the good woman list is on Spotify, but it's on YouTube as well. Watch those videos. There's a lot of information there that's going to help the two of you reconnect a little bit better, as well as when you do the check-ins, there's actual PDFs or um, a comment pinned 
that has all of that shit laid out for future people that are going to do the check-ins. It's all right there. You can just copy and paste it to a notepad and print it out or copy and paste it to your phone so you have the questions. Mm-hmm. But you you did more in two hours than nine months of therapy. That's crazy. I also love that they sit down and listen together. Yeah, that, that's a big thing for me. It is. That is how you create talking points in your relationship you have never thought of before. I, I like that people are starting to email us tandemly. Yeah. Because you can get different perspectives from things like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess maybe it wouldn't be completely like clear and trans transparent because people don't want all of their shit out on the internet, but it's kind of cool to see it from a different perspective because a woman and a man are going to see things differently from a different standpoint. After our check-in, I came back to that email and I realized I didn't feel the need to share any of that anymore. Love that. Fuck. I love that. I was looking for validation and hope, but I was able to find that in my man. Love that too. Y'all, you just got to go to your partner. That's really all it is. There are times I walk up to you and say the stupidest shit. Like, I'm sad. I need you to hold me. Yep. And that's it. That's all the validation I need. When you turn to me and just hold me, that's it. This morning when I came to you, I said, I need you to tell me I'm hot. Like you went beyond to make sure I felt validated. When you are, when you want to start looking elsewhere for validation, that's when you need to turn to your partner the most. I can't express how much just one conversation has done for us. Thank you for standing up for traditional values and bringing back the concept of true love, respect, and intimacy. Love that. That is pretty dope. That is definitely a good way to end the podcast. I, that made me happy. It's four four thirty four. We have two and a half hours until we go live. Do you have anything you want to add to this before we go? Because this is definitely going to be under three hours. I appreciate the support, guys. It's absolutely insane how much we've grown in almost four months. We have almost 300 people in the Discord. Yeah. That's crazy. I have over 400 people in, in Patreon. It's like 445 people or something like that. We're at almost 500 people on Patreon. Yep. None of this would be possible without you guys. Nope. Nope. We'd be having these conversations about people on TikTok on the couch in the living room instead of in the podcast room. Yeah. With something playing in the background. Yep. Yeah. That we're not watching. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. This is crazy. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for doing this with me. Technically. I'm doing this because of you. Because of me? Yeah. The, the, if you want to get technical, this started because the people that follow you on your lives were the ones that were asking for a podcast. Huh. Wild. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing this for me. <laughs> I get to spend time with my woman. You do. That's all that matters to me. You sit there and look at me and talk with me and laugh with me. Yeah. Get me all flustered and bothered. We have to do the door thing. We, okay. we have to do that at some point today because we're supposed to do it Monday. When we today? Yeah, we're supposed oh, to do it Monday. I don't know if I can handle that. You sent me that video and you're like, I want to do this. Right, I do. But you're out of commission right now. Yeah, that's I, true. I can't handle that anticipation. Mm-mm, not with the dreams I've been having. <laughs> Five days is all it took. It only takes two. Yeah. Two days in, I was like, this is too much for me. But you were sick. I didn't push it. But now you're sitting here laughing and talking and walking around. So maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe. Let's see. Uh, Maybe you'll get lucky. We're about to find out if I need that emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye, guys. (laughs) For those of you who enjoy our content and would like to support us and help grow the channel, the easiest way to do that is a super chat here on YouTube. For those of you who really, really like the content and would like to see more of it, check out our Patreon group. It gets exclusive content that will never be seen here on YouTube. Early release stuff for those of you who are just as impatient as I am, as well as live streams with a live chat every Friday night. If you can't afford to do either one of those or you're just not into that, 
The next best thing that you can do is share this with people who you feel may vibe with it. No matter how you decide to support us, it's super dope, and we thank you.